This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome back to the Sky Blues Extra podcast with me, Tom Ward. Delighted to be joined by Ross and Dean this evening. Um, we're here to provide a comprehensive preview of the upcoming season and of course look at all the activity which has been happening over the summer break. Evening chaps, how are we all doing? Uh, yeah, pretty well. I mean, unlike Milan, Van, how, how do we pronounce it? Van Avak? We didn't agree on this. We, we didn't agree. No, no. Uh, Unlike him, I did turn up for my media duties this evening. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a little different, I imagine. Lots of lots has changed since last year, but um, yeah, lots to ponder. But yeah, looking forward to it. Excited. Yeah, and uh, obviously pleased to be back here at the Sky Blue Tavern, who once again are sponsors for the new season. So thanks to them again. Um, and chaps, obviously we had some some great times here last season. All three of us kind of interviewing some of the players, obviously the pinnacle being Jokeres, um last season, the, the best one we did. So, yeah, it's been good fun in here, hasn't it, the last, over the last season or so? It's been great. And uh, since we've been working with them, the the relationship will build up, the the memories, I think the supporters who have come along have really enjoyed the evenings. And, and as you say, you know, Jokeres and uh, Wilson sort of to round off the season was was probably a fitting fitting way to close it up. And it's... Uh, and obviously, you know, the, the food, we've had some nice food this evening, haven't we? We've enjoyed that. Dino stayed away from the madras this time, though. Yeah, no madras. I mean... <laughs> no sweaty armpits before... His pronunciation of Van Awick will change depending on how spicy <laughs> curry he has, so... Van A- Avak, isn't it? Or Van... Oh, I don't know. 
It will change about well, 20 times before we end this. Let's ask Clive and see yeah. what he has to say. Oh, yeah, because we can really count on Clive for the right <laughs> pronunciation. As I said before we came on, Dino thought that Hamer was Amer I for will, the first season. I will season, die so. on that hill that the Brazilian <laughs> so pronunciation of Hamer is Amer. But, you know, yeah, we'll go with whatever, whatever Gus wants. Whatever Gus wants from now. Give him from what he wants. In, he can have. Maybe that's if what he wants to go. If it's if it's money, whatever he wants, he gets. Yeah. But we'll um, go on to that. I'm yeah, sure. well, yeah, there'll be plenty of Hamer discussion, I'm sure. Um, just a quick caveat before we start. We are recording this on Tuesday, the 1st of August. Um, as close as we could get to the start of the season, but obviously giving enough time for you listeners to to listen before the, the big game on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, apologies if anything has moved on uh, by the time this goes out or by the time you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it, chaps. I mean, obviously a lot has happened um, since we were sat here sort of 12 months ago. Um, quite an incredible season, really. Um, I actually had a quick look back at our, our predictions um, for last oh season, God, if you go. remember. But um, no one predicted Wasps to go. No one predicted Sisu to go. Dino did predict fifth place finish. Got, the right, got the right place, yeah. So, you know, so. You're, you're banking on me this evening to get the right <laughs> prediction for this year, but hopefully. Dino did also predict the, uh, the loyalty tickets point system to go as well and that hasn't that was gone. more out of hope than anything. yeah i think Listen, I, I, I still think there's there's uh there's teething problems with that system the, the biggest problem with that system is when i go on my network and i see thomas ward and I, uh, 1500 points or whatever it is <laughs> david moore 1400 and then i see dean atkinson zero points there's zero points yeah what is the point of me having a season ticket and like with my high high flying job what can i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah obviously an incredible journey last season um Obviously, ended in disappointment, you know, all the way to the playoff final, all the way to penalties, all the way to sudden death um, to, to go out of the final hurdle. Um, Dean, how are you sort of feeling? Are you are you over it? Are you ready to go again? I'm ready to go again because I've missed football. But it, looking back, I mean, I still, I haven't watched the final back. I haven't looked at any videos from that day. Um, it hurts. It definitely still hurts. And I think until... We saw get ourselves in that position again. It probably we probably won't forget it. Um, hopefully, it's this year, so we can sort of right those wrongs. Um, but yes, it's honestly every time I think about it, it's pure PTSD. It's it's really weird. Like it's uh, I still live in the hope that we're gonna we're gonna score that penalty, mm. <laughs> and it's still running in my head. Like I, I can still see it, and I can still hear. Like I think I've told you this before, but where I was sitting, there was a, a group of kids behind. And all day they were singing, chanting, so happy. And I thought, this is what it's all about. This is their future. And then once once Dabo missed the penalty, or like they're crying, I don't. I, honestly, I haven't got it out of my head. It's weird. Like every time I think about the day, I just think about them crying, and it it makes me upset and makes me emotional a little bit because we were so close. But we've got to move on, and I think we've got a really good opportunity this year to to put put those those um those demons to bed basically and and go one better and people have talked about this league being one of the strongest leagues the championship's ever seen i would say judge that on the end of the season not the start of the season because it's it's an unknown really there's a lot of new teams in this division okay we've got three teams coming down a lot of money they've kept the majority of their squads so they're going to be strong of course but people are giving kudos to three teams coming up and I, I don't think they're as strong as what people make them out to be. So I think this is a, a really, it's going to be an intriguing season. I don't think, I honestly don't think it's going to be as hard as people make out. But, but when people say that, to me, it's purely because of the size 
the perceived size of those clubs. Nothing to do with the circumstances around them. Sheffield Wednesday, are a basket case. That they're a circus, but because they're Sheffield Wednesday and the history, and, and, yeah. and you look at the, the 24 teams, and you've only really got Rotherham as the sort of small club. Everyone else is, you know, is a big club. You sort of people go, oh, it's going to be a really tough, tough, tough league. But actually, <laughs> being a big club and being a a good club are two very different things. Oh, look at the know. big, the, the so-called big clubs last year. West Brom, where were they? Where were Norwich? Where were Watford? Those were the exactly. three teams everyone was saying, oh, they're, they're going to be trouble next year, next season. Well, obviously, the start of last year, but they were nowhere to be seen. They had no input in the end of the end of the league, the the final position. So, you know, but yeah, uh, that that also makes it interesting this year because I think normally those sort of teams do go back up and are out sort of out of the way almost, and then they're still in there. Big big clubs, strong strong you know big budgets, plus the teams that come down, teams that come up. I agree with what you're saying. It's not just about the size of the club, but I do think they are better than the. I think they're better than the three teams that went down. I think who came who came down? So it was Burnley came down. Well, I mean, up from League One, the teams that went down: so Wigan, Blackpool, and Reading. Yes, weak weak sides last poor sides last year. I think they'll be harder. Well, there were two of, the, two of those three sides got numerous points deductions, and they were, they were a mess. I mean, the thing with the you know, and I agree, you know, you because a lot of our fans you know, will say, well, you'd imagine Norwich will will right the wrongs of last year, the same with Watford. But I think when fans say that, it, it's just to find another way to sort of do us down. Like, we're, we're a really good side. We were playoff finalists. We were one penalty kick away from not even being in this division. We'll be doing a preview right now of the Premier League. So we should have a little bit more... I just wish we had a little bit more confidence, you know. I remember when we sat here this time last year, and we were sort of... All had that hope that we could improve again on, on 12th. Well, why can't we improve again on, on, on 5th? You know, look at Luton. They lost last season in the playoffs, didn't even get to the final. And a lot of their fans may have thought similar, like, oh, that's, that's it. That's our one chance. We've blown it. And then they went one step further at yeah. our expense, unfortunately. And I do think, I think the fans are feeling relatively confident across the board. It feels like. I think it's good just to, you know, have a bit of careful optimism going into the season. Um, Ross, obviously, we've been keeping in touch over the summer and a lot of discussions around, you know, how the season might go um, compared to other seasons. How are you sort of feeling? Are you feeling confident? What you know? What what are your thoughts at this stage? If yeah, feeling yeah, feeling probably as as confident as I have since. Well, certainly out of all the, the championship seasons, you know, because it's a total different. It feels like a you know a very different club. You know, it's the ownership ha- change happened halfway through the season. You know, the the landlord situation at the stadium. There's so much where this feels like a a real clean slate. So that is exciting. I also think it's incredibly exciting that we had a player that we could sell for a club record fee. And, you know, a lot of people were f- feared that, but I think any, we all knew that he was going to go. So to get a club record fee, and we, yeah, we, we did a podcast in January and, yeah, we were sort of in an and going, you know, you know, debating whether to sell him in January. And I thought, oh, well, stick it out. And I mean, we've gotten way more than I even thought we, we potentially could. And I think that's another exciting factor. Look at the signings we've made, you know, would that have been possible if we, hand sold him for that. So I feel pretty confident. I think it's, uh, we've got a great team. We've got a great manager, the best manager in the league. And uh, yeah, while Robbins is in charge, I'll I'll always believe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He sort of sets the tone, doesn't he, for how the fans feel. And he, he seemed very, very positive over the summer. He seemed very upbeat. I, Go on, can I put to you, is this the first time Mark Robbins goes into a season with a bit of pressure on him? 100%. Yeah, because like... Pressure from... Pressure from the because board or the, from Doug King or well, the fans? Just, just on his job because 
is the you know firstly how do you improve on what we did last year is promotion basically there's only one way there's to go. much more you can yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> other, you know, other than lose the playoff final again is get promoted. And secondly, it's kind of like, it's, look at what he's had to work with, the shoestring budget. This is uncharted territory for him, going in with a war chest into a new season. The pressure now is to get these high-profile players, the big value sign-ins, he's got to get them performing and performing quickly. And for me, that's that's one thing I don't think people are, um, are really talking about is the, is the pressure. I mean, it's not going to go down well if, it, if this season ends up as a bust and we don't perform. I, I, I agree. I don't think he's going to lose his job. I, yeah, but I think it's there's I think, pressure yeah. there. I think there's I think there's more pressure on him for sure than other seasons. But it is a three to five year project. And Doug King said, if we can finish three out of the next five years in the playoffs, that's what we're aiming to do. And as we were ch- saying before we came on, I think. He he spent some money, but it's from a standing start. You know, yeah. he's got rid of, there's twelve players out the door for one. We've got a fee for fair enough, but he's had to invest a lot of money. It's probably going to take one to two, two three years to actually build a properly good squad where we have actually even more money to spend, and that's where the pressure will really come in. If in the third year we haven't made the playoffs again, but I think this year, I think it's a not a consolidation season, but you know, it's bedding in these new players, increasing their value, and going again is how I feel. See, I, I think the pressure this year, I think there is pressure, but I think that mainly will come from, from Mark Robbins himself because he will look himself and go, I got a fifth place playoff final finish off this hand I was given. Bottom in October, no home games for the first three games, and I still got to play a final. He's now then, yes, we've sold Jokerez, but he's now got Ellis Sims, a name that people would know, 22-year-old, you know, proven record last year. I think there's pressure from him. And I guess the way I, I thought about this is in previous seasons, last year, for example, I think no other manager in the league, if they were put in Commerce City in the dugout, would have achieved what Robbins did. Whereas I look at our squad now and I go, this is the first time that Robbins has had a squad that I think other managers could do something with. Yeah. Not necessarily what Robbins will do with them. That's the first time at this club since like Chris Coleman had that really, yeah. really good squad in like 08. Like players, nine, yeah. players who, who were coming in and know what they're worth and maybe have a bit of an ego and know that they're good players. Different management style, isn't it? Yeah. Compared to what he's had to deal with before. I just think the pressure is on him to, to challenge at the right end of the table. And if it, you know, we come up short, we come up short. But I don't think it's a case of him losing his job on that on that basis. But there'll be there is going to be pressure there because you know football's a fickle fickle sport. Well, he was untouchable, game. wasn't he? You know, uh, while Cecil were here, we we could have he was never going to be sacked. He, the only way Robbins was, would have not been our manager is had he had he left. I do feel like now he signed a four year deal, which is the be- the biggest signing we could have made was keeping Robbins and Viviash. But I agree. I don't think there is anything this is that another year. Another mispronunciation of Vibash. Depends how many years. I don't know, mate. You read Danish international. You read what our tweets and <laughs> you read what our, some of our Twitter, mate. They, they drive me in circles. But um, the bedwetters. That's what I like to call them. <laughs> well, yeah. We should definitely talk about the bedwetters at some point this evening. We should, we should have had a heading. Yeah, bed just bedwetters. Bed I mean, I've got a heading here on my notes, bedwetters. Oh, you've got, you've got it as a heading. <laughs> I've nice. got it. But any got any it names there. in there? There's <laughs> no <laughs> names, but there's just, there's just like points. Um, we'll, we'll, fans we'll, getting arsy. Yeah, like, fans getting song. arsy because they're shit songs they made up <laughs> isn't get a song. You're not John Lennon. Like, get over it. I mean, I'm, I, 
I jokingly put a song out about Lati Bodier and it was like, oh, this is great. And then next minute, like, oh, this is shit. But I'm not getting it, like, my knickers in a twist over it. I don't care. Like, who cares? Get over it. For me, it. it's like, as soon as there's a sniff of a transfer, it's <sighs> someone's tracking their, them on flight radar. What is that about? That's a yeah. new trend that's come out. And that's, making that's up songs. That's stalkerish, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although, we've come pretty far that we've got players coming in pri- private jets to sign for us. Yeah. I mean, they used to probably come on a bike or something from somewhere. Yeah, and it, the, it was like everyone lost their minds over a broken window at Wrighton. Yeah. It's like there's a reason why it was broken. And it got fixed. Yeah, and it eventually got fixed. I love that it was like someone's dad fixed yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, and that was like <laughs> in the know. Yeah. Oh, and obviously people adding ITK to their names. Actually, just change that to FOS for full of shit for most of the time <laughs> because it's ridiculous, some of the stuff coming out. And then there's burner accounts that have just popped up out of nowhere. And I caught one relatively high-profile... Cov Twitter arty, shall we say, post the same tweet on his account before the burner account. I won't name names, but they're assholes. There's just no need for it. Like it's just constantly spamming false narratives, rumors. It's just like go outside and like get some fresh air or something because you're just you're just ruining people's days. Well, and that's lives. it. Isn't it's it? People lap it up. And what I don't get with this whole summer, and I don't. Every summer it feels the same. I, you know, last year people were getting their knickers in a twist because we'd only made one permanent sign and we only made three, four if you cl- include Adaramola, who then went back. So we only made uh, three and people were losing their minds over that. This year I thought, well, it's just, you know, Coventry City will be the same. But it was just at a different level. You know, you've got all these people going, you know, my friend's uncle's dog told him this, so Sounds this like is Spence, happening. It? Yeah, um, and but people sorry, believe sorry, it. Sorry, Spence, but people believe it though. And what, what, what you know, the, the thing that was really winding me up was, you know, people were lapping it up, and then it was just building and building this sort of to- quite toxic sort of atmosphere because people were like, oh, you know. Doug King's a fraud. Every Robbins isn't happy. Dave Body's leaving. It's about the twelve bullet points that appeared on Facebook. Yeah, I mm. am. The twelve commandments. Uh, yeah, They're bullshit. Basically, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> people are throwing their toys out the pram because a box went up. Uh, news, news flash. You were getting those boxes at way below cost for the last five years. There's a reason why the cost have gone up now. We're being ran by a proper businessman, and like a proper business, and. We don't sign the types of players we've signed this summer if we don't have those revenue streams coming in. There's a reason the prices have gone up. But like season tickets, right? So, you know, obviously there was the bit, the first sort of hoo-ha was, you know, about the, the, the children's prices. I think everyone generally for, for me, like a standard adult, you know, standard zone went up and everyone was pretty happy with that, you know. And, and I think everyone really, you know, logically would have said, yes, kids' price is 25 quid really just was doing nothing for the club. You know, there was kids there. Especially who could a be, load of adults were getting those and well, coming yeah. in on them. So obviously you put the <laughs> price up and obviously you wanted people to go into this family zone and then if people were sitting elsewhere to sort of try and counteract that, it put it up, you know, in proportion to what it was quite a bit. And a lot of people got, you know, very het up. I know. think that was a good change but, though in regards to them bringing the prices down for kids in other areas of the stadium rather than that family zone. I think that needed to happen. But, but that was a toxic area because everyone went, you know, not my king, you know, and, and all this other stuff he spat not in the face of the fans. Names. Not naming names, but people were getting really, uh, uh, you know, literally incensed by it. King then, he even said on, on, on the radio, said, these aren't finalised, but we, we, yeah, because the season tickets aren't on sale yet, it was just the prem packages. He then met in the middle and brought them down to 125. Now, we had an owner for over 15 years 
who we never heard from. They never listened to the fans. We've He's a taxi. Own, yeah, we've got an owner to um, we've got an owner who actually listened and now to a lot of us we go that you know he listens to the fans actually and he, he's he's met in the middle which is probably the right everyone else some people who just don't want to take him for whatever reason always backtracked so he can't he can't win he is damned if he does and damned if he don't what, what more do you want from an owner really to put something out test see what the reaction is and then change it if adjust yeah like i think that's smart it's smart What's, business what, what, i mean he's, he's not going to get every decision perfect He's coming to the football club. He's trying to do good things. He's trying to balance, generate more revenue, which we all in some ways got to do that. Yep. With keeping the fans happy. And that, you never, you know, that, that balance is very difficult. But you can't strike that it. balance though. You it's, can't. It's difficult. It's really everyone's difficult. Everyone's got, everyone's, you know, opinions like arseholes, everyone's got one, right? And so everyone's going to think differently. It's and everyone's and, and with football, everyone has a different situations. Oh, as yeah, we know. Yeah. You know, you know, there were people who sat together with friends and they had to move. Like everyone's got different situations. It's never going to, you're never going to keep no. everyone Nothing's happy. Nothing's perfect for you can't anyone. everyone. It's but, impossible. You know, but again, people then were, we sold 15, then 16, 17,000 season tickets and we hadn't made a signing. And again, people are jumping to conclusions and they're, they're saying, oh, you know, again, the money he's pocketed, yeah. it's like I deal in, in business. I think what? if you want to pocket money, you yeah. wouldn't be in football. No, exactly. This is where you lose money. He probably has to write a check out each week to underwrite losses. Yeah, yeah 100%. People, why would he get involved? 100%. Do you know what I mean? So, Man City write checks out to underwrite losses each week. <laughs> That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. It's a loss-making business. And a clever guy, why would you go, you know what? I've got, I've got, because some fans went, he's got no money. So I've got no money. And you know what business I'm going to take over? <laughs> One that loses money guaranteed. <laughs> and also they don't own their own stadium. But, and they don't they have zero assets. But what I look at is football is about outcomes. So people were not happy with the journey to the season ticket price. But the outcome is we got to price and we've blown away last year's record. Last year's was a record. We've blown it away. The outcome of the stadium deal is we've got the best stadium deal that we've had since ever, we returned ever. 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 So that's even the since we moved in, this is the best deal commercially outcome. we've ever had. I had people, there was people yeah. on Twitter going because Vic's agent was putting stuff out, and there was people on Twitter going, "Just mine is mental health, you know, selling for twelve million. No, I won't name names, but no. What's the outcome? Club record fee. fee. Yeah. What's the outcomes for the signings? Reinvested. Ellis Sims, and we, we, you know, we'll come on to them. But the outcomes are what I judge. And when the window slams shut, Doug King said it, judge me on this window, and that's what I'll do. But some people just want to jump in before we've even started. So, look. I th I th yeah, there are holes. Commercially, there are holes. And I think it's probably important we, we bring that is this up. One of your, this is your headings, is it? This is, as you could say, commercial. <laughs> commercially, <Yeah>. sorry. Um, <clears throat> well, I think that this point is around, you know, there's been talk about the sponsorship. Obviously, King of Shaves have come in as sponsor. Um, people having question marks about the kit being so late and stuff like that feels a bit like well, they the commercial together. department aren't quite up to speed as the football department are. Yeah, and like you've always said, like they kind of like they've come along with the club for a long yeah. time, and you there's no yeah. new ideas. There's no, there's nothing new in there. So maybe that needs to be revamped. And you know, King will look at that and think and target it as a as a position in the business where. That needs to improve massively. I mean, you can't go into the season releasing your home kit, not being able to p be purchased until the third game of the season. That's just, that's bonkers. I mean, yeah, you, you go to the first game of the season, everyone's wearing the new shirt. That's not going to happen. You know I mean? I mean, last year, we had all three kits. I think I wore the purple one we, for our podcast. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. We still haven't, you know I mean? we haven't seen the second, well, we have seen the second or third <laughs> kit, but the club have not released it. It's not ideal, but but my sort of the other thing is people really you know 
wet the bed about it and get upset and they go, well, you know, lost revenue. But look, I don't know anyone who would buy the kit and then would go, well, you know what? I'm going to have to wait 12 days. So you know what? That's it. I'm not buying the kit. I'll buy it anyway. Like, if you want to buy it, yeah. they're going to buy it. So, I mean... I think it's the, it's the, it's the on-foot sales, isn't it? Oh, like going into the shops. You, of course. You get a lot from that. But, but you know, the other, that was, that's the other thing. We've all, you know, the brand new superstore that's going to be built near the, the player's entrance. Another thing to elevate us back up to being a proper football club. It actually feels like we're a proper club again with proper players... And, you know, the training grounds getting all this stuff done. You know, there's, there's so much going on. And obviously, I think, I do agree. I think commercial, you know, the commercial side needs to sort of be brought up to that, the rest of yeah. the level as well. One other thing that cracks me up is people tweeting the club saying, where's my season ticket? <laughs> about a month before the season Doesn't starts. Doesn't this happen every single yeah. year? <laughs> we all know we'll all get our season tickets about two days yeah. before the season. It always arrives. We won't get them in May oh, It doesn't June, arrive for me. I don't have July. one. <laughs> <laughs> but it arrives and I'll see people getting yeah. happy because they got the, you know, they post their Royal Mail picture in, on Twitter and stuff so yeah I mean just relax everybody see me the match day ticket prices just <laughs> just everybody it'll take all, a chill it'll, it'll all come out in the wash yeah. just think it could be worse you could have zero loyalty points like Dino <laughs> yeah. So. yeah what do I get do I, I should get loyalty points for doing this yeah oh, there you go um, let's move on slightly and address the elephant in the room which is obviously Gustavo Hamer um, again obviously fast moving situation so I think you know a lot could happen this week before the season starts but um Dean, what have you made of, of this situation as it's sort of unfolded or, or not unfolded, you could say? It's carbon copy of O'Hare last summer, isn't it? And we went on for about 20 minutes on the podcast. So I don't think we'll do that tonight. But in, it's a tough one because we know he's got a year left. He's an asset, a, a valuable asset. Um, double figures. Was it both goals and assists last year was in the end? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So name me, name me another championship player in his position that did that. I don't think you can. No one that springs to mind um, massively. So yeah, I mean he's gonna be you know, he's he's coveted. And I think the the problem we have is that it's unclear of his situation. Does he want obviously he's got some personal issues and is that the main factor of him not signing this deal? Now if it is and he wants to go home to Holland, we have a problem because we're not going to get the money that the value for him from a Dutch club, it just doesn't happen. Dutch clubs do not spend fifteen million pounds on footballers. It doesn't happen. So are we in a position where we've got to keep him for a year and let his contract run down and he moves on? Or do we accept a six or seven million pound that will probably get offered by a Dutch club? You're looking at this stage now, you've got to replace him. Does six, seven million pound replace him? Probably not for, not for a ready-made replacement. We bought Gus for a million pound. It took him a year to get settled in. And then we saw the benefits of him in the second and third year. If we're going to go spend six, seven million pound, we need someone who's ready to go now to mix in with his team and push us on. I don't think, I don't think there's anybody out there that's, that's at that amount. So that's, that's a major issue. And then if we sell him to a British club, is, is that what Gus wants? Is that what Gus wants to, to move just for a payday? And then we've got options there to, to get the, you know, the 15, 16 million pound that he's worth. Um, I think we're in a very, very sticky situation about the whole. It's difficult, isn't it? Because if he, yeah, like you say, if he wants to go back to Holland and they're not going to pay the money, that doesn't even, you know, an extension. We can't relocate to Holland, can we? No. That extension. No. So we, we, well, can't, you, we we might send you. Well, that's fine. But we, you know, that because my my way of thinking the whole time has been an extension makes sense for all parties. 
bump his money up for a year. And then there's a release cost, a bit like the Vic situation coming into this summer. You know, it was like, you, you know, you can go at the right value, fine. But if, if they're not going to pay that in Holland, then is he going to run down his contract? To get that, to force that move that he wants. Yeah, but that's my gut. My, my uh, it's a weird one. Like, uh, we spoke before, in you know Robbins's quotes, and then you read the forum, and you know, and then your heads just sort of scrambled. You, you know, you, you hear all sorts of because everyone. I change my mind every time. Yeah, because Amy must have about five thousand cousins because everyone, <laughs> everyone seems to have a connection to him. But yeah, everyone's something some petrol stations. No only wants to go home. No, his cousins. I, I, my gut, though, if I really had to like. I've had to put you know my money on it. I, I think, I think he's going to stay and Good play. On. But I, I do. I Good think he will leave for free. And again, then we go back to that thing, don't we? We we all knew that we needed to sell Vic. You know, Doug King was just playing back against his agent when he said, you know, well, if we don't get the offer, we'll keep him. And I do believe that Doug King is stubborn, but he's not stupid. Um, with Hamer, like you say, if, if the most we could get from a Dutch side was you know six seven million, are you worth keeping Hamer? And then keep him added to the side. I think based uh, on the signs, and this yeah. has changed my mind because a couple of weeks ago, I was like, nah, we've got, we've got to get rid of him. But if looking at the signs we've made now, and obviously a couple will come and talk about in the last couple of days. We're going for it. We're, we're going for it. And these, we're 100% going for well, both signings. I said to you before we came on, if all of the players we've signed go up by a few million in value, which I really do think they will, most of them will, then we won't does that care. cover, does we, that yeah, cover we the loss? We won't care about that six, seven million pound that yeah. we could have recouped, yeah. You know, if if you if you sign if you sign 10, 10 or eleven players over a year or two and they all go up in value and a couple, and one or two go for free or whatever happens, do, is it the end of the world? Is it you know Doug has the finances looked after? Should we worry that much about it? Should we just want to see Hamer play through the season regardless? Well, you make a good point, and I think thinking about it, I think Doug King might go. He wants to leave. He maybe wants to go to Holland, let's say whatever it is, but he wants to leave. So but no one's offering him what we want, so we're going to keep him. And then he's gone, well, if we're going to keep him, we need let's to go, go for, for it. it. Because it's Bob people Hamer, in around him yeah, that with that amount. Quality yeah. around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Let's get promoted, because then you go, well, you can take, you can go for free, but then we get 120 million from getting promoted. So I, I think... And then you either go up or you've got a really valuable team anyway. It's just that risk calculation. Do you know like, what I mean? That's, that's it. Again. It's the risk that you're going to take. And life's a gamble. And we, and we and also, Doug's, Doug's a businessman. We also don't what know what's going to happen in three months' time. Hamer's situation, personal life could be so much clearer. And he, he could sign a new deal. Yeah, and he sign a new deal. yeah, exactly. It's not over. It's not to me. If, if if August slams shut and he's not gone anywhere, to me it's like, well, he's not going anywhere for certain. I think, but I do with, think he could sign a new deal. I do think within your last year, though, you kind of your agent starts getting you a deal sorted, don't they? I mean, January. Yeah, but is he going to get? Is he going to get the deal that he wants? Because the club could say, "Look, Gus, we'll give you twenty-two and a half grand. That's what that's what you're wanting. We'll also give you the ability to go home as much as you want, as much as it's feasibly possible to go back to Holland to be with your family, etc." Just giving those stipulations in there, and I think he'll have that trust factor with Coventry. He's worked with us. I think he'll get that. He'll, he'll get yeah. that. He'll get those little stipulations. With us, whereas in other clubs he won't get those stipulations, mm. so that might play. He just into seems it to love well. the fans, doesn't he? He seems, genuinely and, and seems and to have a love for. I mean, and the, the Joe's is yeah. literally yeah. around the corner. So it, a new one's opened. Everybody, <laughs> head down. And all the training videos and all the stuff coming out of the club, he looks really happy, which makes me think he'll be in a sky blue shirt when the window shuts. It's just we don't know on what terms he will be. Is my gut feel, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I, my my gut feeling is he he will still be here. In, at the end of August, and he'll sign a new deal by Christmas. 
that's how I how I see the situation. Like, I don't see any, there's no stipulations to say that he can't sign a deal after the window shuts. You know, that that happens. So, yeah. just everyone stay calm on the situation. I'm trying and, to, Dean. I don't <laughs> It's not easy, man. It isn't easy. easy. Could, listen, like we're we're all. But this is so but this is going to be. Him. This is where we're at now as a club. Like, look at Brentford. They sold their two best players for tens of millions, and they went up that year. This is going to be every summer. We'll have this. We now. have assets. What's going to happen when yep. Sims is in the last year of his contract? Yep. Sakamoto is. You know, listen, Selling Vic was the start of the. We've new got model. good players, yeah. so it's going to happen the start because we're actually reinvesting. The yeah. difference is, you know, the fear was under Sisu, it'd be like we'd sell, and that's why last year when we spoke about our hair, that was I genuinely feel like fear, like we're, we're gonna we're gonna like lose him and what we're gonna do with it because I think most fans accepted that one of the the big three last year were going to go, none of them went. So actually, we're probably we were due at least one to go this time, and, and I agree. I, I'm not fearful because I, I go well. We we clearly got the model going. You know, Robbins yeah, is reinvested. Robbins, the man who yeah. the king of downplaying stuff. He used the word excited three times <laughs> in two interviews. Now, if that doesn't get you excited, then I don't know what will. And also, we're investing in young players long term. Yeah, and that's exactly what All we need to do. Four, when you yes. get a cash windfall like we did from Vic. That's what exactly what you need to do. Apart get from Billy Sharp, though, Alan Nixon said we'll get yeah, Billy Sharp. Yeah, yeah, well, don't off. listen to Alan Nixon. Um, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, this is now about the the multiplier. I'd say it's the multiplier effect. How many times can we now do this repeatedly? And if Gus is part of that this year, then we, so be yeah. it. You can't, you can't, you, know? you can't hang on to players forever. No, at the end of the day, we've had him for three years. We signed him for a million quid. We've had him for three years. Three good years out of him. He's been very good for us. You know, if he went for some money, and we did that year on year. You know, if we made 10 times the money on each of our players. It, for As a fan, though, it just leaves a gap, doesn't it? It leaves that. It does. For there's the a season, massive gap. For, for the season coming, yeah. it does. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, we're five days away. But you would think that, but he's, I don't think he'll go between now and, and Sunday, but you, you'd think as fans, especially since Robbins came out, we'd have learned that there's been big holds that at the time felt yeah. as big as this yeah. hold field. Liam Walsh went and everyone was like, oh my God, he yeah. was unbelievable. Hey, this guy come in who no one had heard of and everyone was like, well, we spent 1.2 million now for CC. That was a lot. And we're thinking, is he going to be able to fill the boots of Liam Walsh? He's got, he surpassed it. And we've been linked with these other people and people haven't heard of him. But then they go, but they've never played in the championship. It's like, well, how many games, how many games had Callum Doyle played in the championship? None. You know, it, according to the Coventry King, we should sign Leon Walsh back and get John Fleck in John on Fleck, the free. Yeah. I thought you were the Coventry <laughs> King. <laughs> Not my Coventry <laughs> King. Talking of burner accounts, yeah. <laughs> Um, cool. Um, Can I just confirm I'm not the Coventry King? <laughs> but like, thanks. Hadji Wright, talk to me. Hadji Wright, what I name? Mean, what name? It's come out of left field. This one is a little yeah. bit, yeah. But <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> you're not right either. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean crazy, right? I mean, I, I thought it was a bit of a. When I saw it, you always uh, you click on the account. I thought this is going to be someone with 16 followers or something, and suddenly it was 950,000. You go. Yeah. And then you start seeing it everywhere. It kind of took me by surprise because I thought he'd already signed for Rangers. I saw at the start of the summer that Rangers had a bid accepted. And I thought, oh, okay. And then when I saw his name today, I was like, hey? Well, so yeah, because they, they'd made like a welcome video, hadn't yeah. they? It was on YouTube. So I, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was under the impression he'd already gone. But, I mean, I'm not going to say I know everything about the guy, but it's a coup. Yeah. Looking at his stats, looking at his attributes... 25. He's a coup. And, you know, that, that, that's that's what this, the whole model yeah. gets you, gets you, yeah. is basically these players that we, 
you know, we've shopped at Aldi and Lidl for the past 10 years. We're now sh- shopping at Waitrose. <laughs> so, you know, that, there's a difference there. How can you not be excited by that? I mean, it, you, you can't. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm jumping around the room at the thought of, you know, him coming in. And we, him. Are, we are filming this. You, yeah. say. you are not jumping. Well, I, will, I will be tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but, but that curry inside you. I was absolutely pumped with Ellis Sims. And I think the way we did the business as well, you know, him coming in before Vic actually went was a, a significant shift to what we've done in the past when we sold McNaughty and then scrambled around for six weeks trying to find a replacement. So that was good. But the, I mean, this guy, we've all been screaming out that we need another striker because Godden we know can't always stay fit for a full season um, as good as he is. And yeah, this guy, I mean, international, played in the World Cup, scoring goals in a good, you know, good league. Bring him in, you know. We've got him ahead of Villarreal and Inter Milan were interested in him wow. so you know at massive Easter time so yeah you know, that's 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 the uh the waters we're now but, we're but now let's fishing all say in. it together not my <laughs> king <laughs> he is a sisu in disguise though isn't he <laughs> yeah joy with a zero percent is still pulling the strings some people still believe that but like you look at the likes i had you right no doubt to me that getting to the playoff final that's been a major selling point yeah well, Alisson said it in his, yeah. in his welcome interview. Yeah. And we've he always... said, I watched the playoff final. I was really impressed. Yeah. So close. Was he? Because <laughs> that's probably the worst we've played all year. Well, um, well but... there you go then. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's our worst, he's, he's, he's all over it. He can't wait. <laughs> but look, we've always talked about, you know, where you finish in the league isn't that important because you don't get any more money. But this just goes to show how important it actually is in your position maximizing your position mm. getting to the playoff final was a major major selling point because i'll be honest the likes of van avec sims probably bobby thomas as well we wouldn't be in we wouldn't be in those waters yeah it elevates us above a lot of clubs in the league i mean even like you know the west broms and the norwiches your stokes uh, your prestons your all, these, all these clubs that they always used to beat us to the, our targets the amount of times like a west brom or a stoke or a swansea millwall would get our targets and now it's the other way around. Mate, the amount of people, I've seen Millwall fans tweet and being like, Christ, Cov are doing good business. Yeah. That I wish we were signing players but, like this. But I wish they told our fans that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we're making, when you see we're making waves. Saying it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And I think if you look at the sort of the fees and agreements and stipulations we're putting in place, lots of them are, if we get promotion, you're going to get another X amount in the, you know, the likes of Ellis Sims and probably this, this right as well is probably the same. Selling clubs don't agree those terms unless they see signs of that actually being genuine yeah. and actually being a target for that club. You won't see the likes of QPR, Bristol doing those types of deals. We're now in basically uncharted territory when it comes to transfers and, and picking up these players. It's such a different feeling as a Coventry fan. And I can't, all these bad players, I just can't see the reason why not to be excited. Like... This should be one of those seasons that we can't yeah. wait for that for that kickoff on Sunday. It's it's that lull in the summer though. People people, people get bored. Of course they do. Mate, yeah, I yeah. get that. As soon as the game kicks off, we'll be slating the ref yeah, or yeah. the subs. Yeah. Whatever. Sim scores against Leicester. He will be. Yeah. It'll be Vic who. He didn't, you know? run, for the, he didn't run for the ball. <laughs> He's a lazy not bastard. Yeah. Not my Vic. not my fat yeah. Vic. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's had one too many curries at the tavern. I heard Vic before he left. Yeah. Loved it down here. Absolutely loved it. The big man. Yeah, he took he took some home with him as well. Of course he did. <laughs> sort the chef of him as well yeah. by the looks of things but there you go as a person with a very deep voice I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns but a deep voice doesn't sell B2B and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either 
That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, let's chat a little bit about pre-season. Obviously, you know, we don't look too much into the results of pre-season, but it has been good. Um, I think, was it 100% record we've had in, in pre-season? Yeah, just a one draw, wasn't it? And the rest were wins. Yes, just three, yeah. Yeah, three wins, one draw. Yeah, yeah that's it, yeah. so Also, that doesn't happen for us going into pre-season, so we're definitely getting relegated. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, obviously, Ross, good to, to get some fitness and sharpness into the lads. Feels like we perhaps could have done with a couple more games in there. Um, but Better quality opposition, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that was probably, you know, more than actually sort of quantity of games. I mean, I think obviously the plan was to do one, you know, in our camp in Portugal. And, you know, it was sensible that we didn't because we didn't have the numbers, um, you know. So it was sensible that we sort of just trained and instead. Yeah, I agree. I, I think potentially... You know, I don't know who we would plan to play there. Um, I think it was Wolves. Was they it moved Wolves? their plans around. Yeah. Think, so. um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, maybe slightly better quality opposition would have been good. But, you know, you listen to Mark Robbins talk. I mean, he said that he you know, hates preseason. It's just, it is what it is. And we've got no injuries, you know, or any new any new injuries. So, yeah, all Touch good. Wood. Touch wood. Yeah, because this time last year, we were talking about O'Hare. And yeah. you know what happened about a week later? Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> Saved him from going to Burnley, though, didn't it? You know. Um, but uh, <laughs> someone needs to gla- what are you saying? Someone needs to glass hammer in Savannah Jones to stop him from calling Streamway to keep a fight. Oh dear, that but, isn't on my recommendation. I just say. So if you get caught, don't bring me on. But no, it is good. Uh, the, the best thing, you know, getting, you know, I went to the MK Dons game, and it was nice to see, you know, see the players and and and, and win a game. The best thing is because. It, it's funny, our fans don't really pay much attention if we win. If we if we lost these games, then it would have been, you know, it would have been hysteria. So uh, it's good that we got the win. I think it just breeds a bit of confidence, doesn't it? And for Ellis Sims, a goal scorer, to find the back of the net, some nice clinical finishes. I think there's... And the play looked really good. I yes. mean, Casey Palmer looks a totally different player. Oh. And I've, I've got such high hopes from this season. I think a full season now for him is so important. If he can keep injury-free, keep his fitness up, We've got a player on our hands, at least one of the top 10, 15 players in the championship for me on his day. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really excited by him. And he's looked so sharp in the training videos. He's looked so sharp in all the training matches. So I'm super excited to what he can bring to the table this year. And I think he's probably got a little bee in his bonnet with what happened last year, especially the playoff final. He was so gutted that he couldn't perform at the levels that was required that day because he, he, you know, he, had, he trained once before coming on the pitch at Wembley. And I think he knew his performance let himself down. But, you know, that was that was 
going always going to be the case with what he came into that game with. Um, so I think he, to himself, he's probably got a bit of point to prove this year, and I think we're going to be, you know, the ben- the benefit of that. Obviously, the transfers we've been making, the nature of them, it's been taking a little bit more time. They've been a bit later than we might have expected. Do you think it might? take a little bit more time for the team to gel? Do you think it will take a few games for us to be really up to speed? Yeah, I think it will. A bit like last year for different reasons. Yeah, different reasons. Uh, I think it will. But I think it will for, for a lot of teams. I, I don't know many sides who you know, go into the first game go, we are at full tilt. I mean, speak, to Le- speak to Leicester fans, yeah. they feel they're, exactly they're all over the gaff. You know, they what? are all over the gap. They don't feel that. like they're ready at all. That's what I mean. So not, not many They've teams think they are like, ready to go. Yeah. Because oh. if, if a manager goes, I don't, I've not heard a single manager go, yeah, we're at 100%. Well, look at Gareth Ainsworth today. He's like, we are not in a position to, to even start this season. So Which is worrying. So, that, you, you, when your manager comes out yeah. three days yeah. before this season starts. I mean, if they're not bedwetting, I do not know <laughs> what they're doing. Uh, but uh, but no, it's, yeah, it will take time because obviously we, this is the the summer of change that Mark Robbins had sort of alluded to for a couple of years and just didn't happen. Sort of, most know. clubs have gone through that big change. There's a lot of clubs yeah. gone with big well, changes Cardiff, this year. The difference is this. Cardiff Birmingham, actually, yeah, same, yeah. You know, they made 12 signings and we, we all had them pretty low in a, like a team who could be down there, which they were, because it's, it, it's obviously quality and quantity ideally. Uh, and we got rid of a load of Deadwood. Now, this is what fans forget. People like wag on people who were out on loan. They were, you know, taking a big chunk of the wages and we're now replacing them with, if we can have a squad of 23, 24 outfield players who are all capable of starting in the first 11, that's the ideal situation. That's what Robbins has never had. He looks behind him on the bench and he thinks, Wardy might be the best option. But I'll, you know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, wow. But now, is he signing look. for? <laughs> but it, no, it's think Doug's got that much money, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a curry and a madri at the time. <laughs> Give him what he wants. <laughs> but yeah, I think Wardy said it right earlier when he said, about sort of tampering expectations, you know, I don't think we're going to be singing off the same hymn sheet day one, but there's no doubt in my mind that with Robbins, Virash and Lawrence there, we will at some point. And we can't judge or be too critical early on because we know what happened last year and we know how it ended. So just... just It's just, a long season, it is. isn't it? I mean, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, yeah, yeah. you know, how many cliches we've got in this tonight? We should definitely have a cliche thing on the screen. Yeah. Like a, got a, a shot shit. every time there's a yeah, yeah. God, we'll be absolutely steaming by now, 42 minutes in. Um, let's talk about the, the summer transfer business then. Um, starting with the outs. Uh, obviously, the big story was Vic moving to Sporting Lisbon for a deal worth 24 million euros. Um, Ross, we, we kind of expected it. It wasn't a massive surprise, but albeit a lot of goals and influence gone from our side. He, yeah. also, he also said... After the you, you boys interviewed him here, I'm definitely out of here. I ain't doing. I ain't going well, through that again. Well, <laughs> where's yeah. my agent? We didn't even let him eat. We just, <laughs> no, cracked, no, we just cracked on. He was like, "I'm starving. Can we?" Yeah. Eat? We're like, "No, no, no." Right, no. What's the celebration about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's still not Question told one. us, has he? He wow. said he was going to tell us. I think we know it now. Do we? Yeah. What do you know? Silence, speed silence of the lambs. That was it. There we. Well, there we go. Everybody. Um, but no, obviously a huge loss, and it's his contribution uh, over the last two seasons, but in particular last season can't be under uh, underestimated. You know, he was, you know, at this point now, you know, the best striker you know we've had since we got relegated um, from the Premier League. He was he was brilliant, so unique. You know, his dribbling abilities, his directness. He he sort of changed our style of play, and that was sort of with how he grew as a player, but also with the injuries we had, it sort of, we went sort of more direct, but it sort of played to his strengths and he, you know, he won his penalties, you know, out of nowhere. And there was games which would have, would have drawn and, you know, and he sort of just sort of 
you know, somehow grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck and got us a win. So he is obviously going to be a big loss, huge shoes to fill. Um, but like Mark Robbins has said before, you, you can't replace him. We're not going to get a clone of Vic. You know, it's getting a different person in. But we've got an unbelievable deal. So I'm not like gutted. I'm actually, I'm excited for him and I wish him all the best. I'm excited for us because we've had this influx of money that we've never had. Mm. You know, in League One, we were selling people for like, you know, a Kit Kat and, you know, a Cadbury's cream egg or something. You've know? been all over that, wouldn't you? Uh, I would be, mate. <laughs> He's put the first give me, give me what I want. No, but like, you know, two or three million here and there. But you know, <laughs> I've just got visions of ex Coventry City footballers just lined up in Ross's house because <laughs> he's trading them for chocolate bars. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, no, look, he's, he was brilliant. Like Yakubu in the cupboard. <laughs> Walking around with his torn hamstring. 50 year old Yakubu. But no, he, he was brilliant. And I think we all, you know, we obviously wish him all the best. And obviously, we want him to do well because, you know, by all accounts, we've got, you know, a, you know, a sizable um, sell on uh, fee. So if he does really well in the Premier League side, you know, we're to come in for him in two years' yeah. time. Then we're we're going to make another potentially six, seven, eight million off this transaction. Yeah, yeah. It screams like fifty mil to the Premier League in a year or but two. Was, it? I think him not going to the Premier League is also good for us because we can just let him go, and we can you know think about other things. Because if you see him week in week out, you go, oh, what might It'd be quite been? nice to watch what him match of the day though, wouldn't it? No, I don't like think that's it, our, our player. We, no, we made him. I mean, you know, the the Portuguese league is available on in, on all good streaming devices. Um, Beginning, beginning with I and ending in TV, um, <laughs> but it's it's yeah. I I I think for him that's a good move. I think for us it's a good move too because we'd have never got that sort of sell on twenty percent with a Premier League club. I don't I don't no. feel, and it's it's more likely for him to perform and get better in the next two years of Sporting. Get European it, football. It screams experience. 60, 70 million. But he's more likely to move again, does. though, isn't he? Exactly. Because exactly. if he went to West Ham or something, yeah. he might not yeah. move, you know, for... Yeah, then, he goes to a, then he goes to a foreign club and they don't pay as much money. So... I think that's the thing with Vic, you know, I think we'd all sort of accepted he was going and then actually, once you got yourself in that mindset, then the deal actually was... I was actually quite pleased, like really happy with the deal. I was... It felt like a positive bit of news when but the value also, it took it took four it. weeks to come through, and the first opening bid was fourteen million pounds. So to get another seven million out of them, and he was still and, with and, and, and and the stipulations on you know bonuses and salon clauses. Great bit Un- of unbelievable. Bit only, of only, business. Only, only our fans could go from you know last year literally begging. I was here. We had a Q and A with Dave Body was here and a year ago, and people were going, "Please just don't sell O'Hare for five million, like begging." And then we've got fans going. We're asking for too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what? Oh, how dare they? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's it's mad how it changes. But yeah, I mean, look, Vic was brilliant for us. Um, best of luck to him. You know, he was great in that two years. We'll have those memories, but we move on. We move on. Yeah. Uh, other outs from the club um, released from the club were Rose, Dabo, Maguire, Da Costa, Kane, Waghorn, and Walker. To me quite a lot of Deadwood there I'd say the only one there really was Rose who I always think had a lot of talent and we didn't somehow get the best tune out yeah, of him yeah same for Tyler Walker for me as well I think they're, they're the two that I'm probably most most annoyed about I'm not annoyed but um, I, I, I thought maybe keeping them both around but you know they want to go and play football they're not going to be first choice here so Again, thank you to everybody apart from Sean McGuire because uh, and Costa maybe. And Costa did give me a couple of laughs. Um, <laughs> going, on, going on an adventure. Um, I mean, this is the thing yeah. about when, when fans quote, you know, 12 players out, uh, you know, I mean, Maguire, Da Costa, Waghorn, 
were non-existent. Kane, Kane hardly Kane. featured. I mean, yeah, they don't really count as they didn't play. So but some big, some big earners. Know, our there. squad was thin because they earners. weren't. You know, that was already. I think to me though, you, and look you, at how many of those players have been picked up. Well, th- th- that's your that's, there it is, and you know, Walker's gone to back to Lincoln. Yeah, that's Rose a great move to him. Rose I mean, Walker was always going to be picked up by a lower end championship league or league one team. Yeah, it was always going to happen. They'd go, you know, he's, he's, worth he's worth it. Yeah. He's at that age where you know they remember what he did in League One. You know, um, but. To me, I looked at it and gone, we could have easily uh, have kept Dabo and gone, we'll just get another right wing back. But we want to improve. So to me, I was excited. I was thinking, yeah, we're ruthless. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we want to vastly improve on all those players. So, yeah, no no qualms with any of them. I mean, Maguire apparently, you know, for all intents and purposes, was a good laugh around the place. So, help McNally settle it's been, in. It's a bit why we keep you around, apart from being a good laugh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like the Dabo situation, you're right. We could have had, you know, absolutely kept him in there. But, you know... Look at what we've done in that area of the of the park. We've basically traded our misses in for Margot Robbie, haven't we? He's like Dabo to Van Avec. It's just chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, loans that went back as well. Uh, Doyle, Panzo, Mitnally, Norton, Cuffey, Wilson, Esbrand. Probably a slightly different story here. Some good quality players there. Obviously, defensively, we lost a lot through the loans, didn't we? But as we'll come on to, we have replaced in that area really well. Yeah, I, I think. You know, particularly Doyle and Panzo, you know, up and, you know, once we've got that first clean sheet from sort of, you know, October all the way up to sort of January, they were really, really good. Um, and then obviously McNally came in, in in January and he was, he, he was the, the best actually for me, to be honest. I thought he was absolutely fantastic and would love to have, you know, for us to have, uh, have, have got him permanently. The two wing backs, you know, I, I saw bits with Norton Cuffey and I think Robbins obviously saw more with him than and Dabo because obviously he was playing Wilson Esbran was a bit of a disappointment to be honest you know, and, and it, I always go back with Robbins like when in the key moments look who he plays and who he doesn't play he didn't play a moment in any of those and also he played him half at the pitch more well, often than in his actual position so. so to me that and then Panzo had that he never really properly recovered from the Wrexham game when he, when he got sent off and he, he had injuries. I almost never recovered from his slip as well. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I was that out, gives me I worse was out that. of that stadium. I was gone. Yeah, it was, uh, that, that, when I, that was, I actually was like head in hands. Like, yeah, that was, that was, that was bad. But I, obviously Doyle was fantastic. McNally uh, with the standouts probably over, over the season because especially when we really went on that great, one defeat in 20 odd games run you know in the turn of the year obviously with 12 outgoings there was always gonna be a big summer um and it's certainly been busy so far eight through the door at the time of recording um so let's go through those um first one very early in the window was jay de silva on a free from bristol city four-year deal um mark robbins said we have been monitoring jay for a while now and are delighted that despite interest from elsewhere he's decided to join Coventry city He's a dynamic, attacking-minded wing-back with great technical ability who will add further quality and pace to our squad and we look forward to working with him. Um, so Dean, clearly someone we've been tracking for a while. I think you know reports would say we tried to get him in January, couldn't quite get it over the line. Um, but yeah, much-needed quality added to that, that left wing-back position. It's uh, both wing-backs, actually. Um, but f- yeah, the absolute perfect player, attributes-wise, history-wise, that suits our system of playing. And then we have Jake Bidwell as well to go alongside that. You've got now got, for the first time in a long time, we've got options. So we've got two left wing backs now or left backs. Now, if we want to play four at the back, we can play Jake Bidwell left back. If we want to play a defensive-minded wing back system, 
we can play Jake Bidwell in that in that role. If we want to go for it, we've got Jada Silva to play in that role. Jada Silva can also play in an advanced midfield role as well, by the way. He's got that in his locker. So the perfect signing, young, hungry. He looked great, I thought, on, on Saturday in that in that friendly, uh, up and down the wing. Positioning-wise, absolutely perfect. So no-brainer. And there would have been a lot of clubs going in for J- someone like Jada Silva. Um, so again, I think that's, a, that's a, a real coup for us. It feels like we track players quite early on that helps us out as well. I think Van Ewick, however he's pronounced it, he said... One of the things he said was that we were tracking... Van Eric. Van Eric, yeah, I was going to Van Eric. Should we go call him Van the Man or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Milan, Milan. Yeah. Milan's easy, isn't it? Um, he was saying in his interview that, w- that we'd been tracking him for a while. We were showing such strong interest from very early on. And same with Jade Silva. Well, so this but that can't be true. Exactly. In place. That can't be true because the forums say that we just <laughs> put our hand, in, our hand in a tombola and just pick out a name and go, let's oh. just sign in for seven million. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, clearly with someone like Jaden Silva as well, we've been tracking him for well over a year and then other clubs come sniffing, but he's like, actually, you know... Yeah, I've got this I, rapport already with that club yeah. and we've got conversations going and, yeah, that's And clearly I'm, those conversations with Mark Robbins go really well about how yeah. we play and how we and how we develop players. It's Everyone wants to come here, so that's, that's a good also one. Also, Casey Palmer, you know, they, they're like best mates sort of thing, you know, from the time at Bristol. And and this is when I real, really think the players who are at the club, they love the vibe, like genuinely love it. So, you know, and when they did that little piece of content the club did, you know, with the Silver and Palmer, you could sort of feel that actually Palmer was like, you genuinely meant it, like how amazing the sport was. And he's obviously telling to Silver and then obviously he signed. And yeah, I just think there's a real good vibe, isn't there? You know, I, I can't imagine. We've always had that at the club for the past yes. five, six years. And it's so important. And that's probably the reason why the likes of Kelly, Godden are being kept around, McFadzine just to keep that rapport going with the new blood yes, and just keeping yep. that good vibes, good team energy going. Um, that's, I mean, people overlook that. People have questioned the Kelly extra year, but no brainer in regards to yeah, keeping the squad happy, um, a proper captain, a proper leader figure to, to bed this new blood in and, and keep the good times going because it's that's so important. You look at the, all the successful clubs, the, the rapport between the players is so important. Yeah. Second name through the door, Ellis Sims, uh, £3.5 million rising to £8 million with obviously add-ons and promotion um, clauses, etc. Um, from Everton, an- another four-year deal as well. Um, Mark Robbins said he's a strong, powerful striker who also has pace and finishing ability and he's a key signing for us. Ellis is a young player who is keen to continue his development and to impress at Coventry City and we look forward to working with him. Um, so Ross, big signing. C- kind of came out of nowhere really until sort of the day before. Um, and obviously it was just a big marker point of that we were going to spend money this summer and as you alluded to before we actually sold Vic so a really big statement from the club to do that early bit of business yeah I, th- I think it was huge for just you know the vibe like suddenly it's mad what a signing can do you know the positivity was just you know came out and it was yeah I, he's the sort of player that when you hypothetically think get to the end of yeah, in the summer thinking oh you know if we sold Vic and it's all sort of theory and you think oh we could spend a bit on you know, Sims was someone who came in my head, but normally we just never do. Like that's we, like you said earlier, we're never the club we're that get the those players. We're not in the market of that type so of player. So suddenly when it's Sky Sports and suddenly it all broke the day before. I think it's when it was Sky Sports, I was like, did I, I was hear, actually did I quite that like, right? Was that Coventry City? I was, just, sorry. I was a bit <laughs> shocked. <laughs> What's that? Spending money? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I, I was honestly quite sort of a like, breaking oh my news. word. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, because you did, all, it's, like, it's good. All, all we did, all we'd heard was, you know, like Ipswich and these other teams and you're thinking, uh, you know, you almost, 
and maybe this is why there's you know a bit of sort of trepidation with the fans because we you know we've been so used to the the sort of same old thing of you know we'd be interested and in, oh he's gone to Ipswich for for three million because I even remember you know people saw that Ipswich had a, had a bid rejected for him of like three million or whatever and people were like well yeah that's us done you know we're not going to spend that. You know, not my king and all that. Whereas we we did, and we then suddenly come That's back. That's Ross's new done, is isn't done. it? Yeah. But, but it, no, <laughs> not my it, king counter. But if you are watching Doug, you, if you, you are my king, I don't think Doug's not watching this. But but no, but, but again, it, brilliant brilliant signing. Like someone who I think you know, we obviously Everton recalled him, and then for some reason, strangely didn't try and utilise him you know he, he scored he scored against Chelsea he's a great, great, great goal, great goal. Yeah. Yeah. but that shows the marker Vic of the player yeah. you know in terms of that left he's side he's got that in the locker in an angle yeah. he's got that in the locker Sunderland was scoring goals you know and you know almost like one in two almost you know before he got recalled so I think he's a brilliant signing the yeah. great the great unwashed from, from Sunderland are all obviously very salty about this because they're like oh shit and stuff like that bullshit like you'd be jump, chomping at the bit to sign that type of calibre player for three and a half million but so, they don't care about Stino. No, no, yeah, they create no. threads on every yeah, single exactly, signing we do. Exactly, yeah. So it's 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 absolute madness. But yeah, a key signing for me because we're gonna have to, we are gonna have to change our style of play, and it's gonna revert back to the sort of style of play that we played in League One even two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matson high up, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So you know. yeah, we're we're gonna revert to that style of play. It's gonna, so it's gonna be super exciting. Um, but you know, I don't. I, it doesn't mean that we're just going to stick to that. I think, like I said, we've got options. We've got different styles that we can we can utilise now this season. So I think he's an absolute mm. key asset. And 20 to 1 to be top goal scorer. For the amount of chances we create as a football club. It's worth it. He looks a natural finisher. Both yeah. feet composed. Like yeah. Even in the friendlies. I know it's just friendlies, but those chances are chances. And he just never in doubt. You know, one thing, and we always said it, this is not just saying it because he's gone now, but Vic, for all his strengths, he was a bit of a, he was a bit of a messy finisher at times. Like Absolutely, he would still yeah. score goals, but the way he went in, you went, you got away with that, like slightly fortunate. Whereas Edison seems very, even the goals for Sunderland last year, like clinical, like no doubt about it. Godden-esque sort of thing. But like, and he, you know, he's a big lad, you know, and I, I think he's 22. And what I love about all these deals and what comes to this is the, the length of contracts. They're our assets. You know, if Robbins and, 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 and AD can, you know, work their magic and get him to score, you know, 35 goals over the next two seasons. Well, suddenly, other than Binks, these are all three and four year contracts. Uh, yeah. yeah, just Collins and Sakamoto are three as well, I think. I mean, that's it, yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah, four years, just talking about Hamer, you know, potentially going on a free. Four years of Ellis Sims. You got three years to get him to a good value and get the best out of him and still sell him. And if he gets 20 goals in two seasons and does what Vic did, he's then got two years left on his contract and we got 20 million for Vic with one year left on his contract. So then we've set the benchmark of if you want Ellis Sims, you know, English striker. He's had a taste of the Prem. If anything, he'd probably be home more grown, appealing. Home to yeah, a Premier League. He'd probably be more appealing to a Premier League. Yeah. So as a finisher yeah. as well, he would be worth so it. So, and then you go, well, like, look at what Ollie Watkins went for. So we've got, we've Speculate to accumulate. Future planning. 100% it, all the time. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's definitely a different player to Vic. Um, definitely more of a finisher. I remember a lot of games last season where we'd, we'd waste a couple of chances first half. I remember the Millwall game, I think it was, should have been two or three up at half time. To be fair to Vic, he did create his own goal and, the, and won the game. The goal of the season for me, but yeah. yeah. But you know, if we have an actual natu natural finisher there, we can sew games up early doors. So very exciting. Um, sign number three. Oh, I've got to pronounce his first name here. Tatsuhiro. 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 Tatsuhiro.
Tats is the hero. Tats the hero, Sakamoto. Um, two million pounds or around that mark uh, from Ustender. Three-year deal this time. Um, Mark Robbins said, having impressed in his native country, continued to do so in Belgium. We look forward to welcoming him to English football. He's a versatile and creative attacking midfielder with good technical ability and pace. And we look forward to working with him. Um, so yeah, Dean, another one, again, came out of nowhere, really. Yeah, you just said, Robin said a creative attacking midfielder. Well, I was going to say, He's not played him in that position at all during pre-season. He's played him as a right wing back every single game. Is, so, that, is that because we are short? Well, we were short yeah, until Yeah, potentially, Van. and he's played in that position before, but I don't see him in that position. I don't, it doesn't look like he's got the attributes, really. You don't see him in what position? Right wing back. Right. So I think he could do a so, job there, a la Eccles. Which begs the question then, when I was going to ask about it, is where, how do you utilise him then? Is he, does he even start in the starting lineup, or is he more of like a, a Jody Jones type player who comes on, you change the system, you know, he can get balls in the box. Is it that sort of player? I think it's all dependent on system. I think in a fourth, it's sort of a, an old, like it's not an old school 4 4 2, but you don't play that now, but in that sort of 4 3 1 thing that they've, they've done in the past, I think he works in that sort of role as maybe one of the three in midfield that are a little bit wider. Um, so that, but yeah, I haven't seen him in that attacking attacking role as such yet. So I mean, we did, we, there's, we didn't there's have question we, marks. We didn't there. have a right wing back though, did we? Really? Is Burrows a right no, wing back? No, or well, yeah, I mean Burrows. But is, we were is very pretty high up, and I guess that's the thing is if we're going to go back to two years ago when you know Matson more so than Dabo that year, but he was literally so high up, so he he was literally a winger. If we're going to do that, you know, in the MK Dons friendly, yes, I mean they were rubbish, but like he came on and he was he was receiving the ball halfway in their half every single time. So it was like, I think in games where we want to go on the front foot, I could see him being deployed there because he'd be more of a winger and then back. And wing back. Yeah. But him and De Silva could actually play as wingers and just have a free at the back system. And then you could have Kelly and, and she for something, you know, and Hamer as a free role. So we've got options. Um, but yeah, I think he, he adds that unknown quantity, unknown, doesn't yeah, he? It's exciting I think Robin that, said yeah. to me, like we were scouting somebody else. In, in that league and, and then we spotted him and went oh who's that guy and I love signings like this you know you sort of <laughs> yeah, it did make me laugh though he'd already travelled to Portugal and then Dave Body was interviewed he was like is he signing and he was like uh, well there's no smoke without fire it's like well he's there <laughs> there's then, no smoke he? without seeing him at the yeah, airport yeah see him at the airport full training kit <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I think he could he gives me Michael Mifsud vibes in terms of like yeah. he, could, he could do some moments where we go uh, who's this guy yeah. Um, so yeah to us, they could have snuck him in in one of those kit bags <laughs> out to the trading thing. And someone would have still posted the picture on Twitter, wouldn't they? Yeah, so exactly. it's, it's mad. Be like that guy in um, Ocean's 12 when he breaks into yeah. the vault. <laughs> he gets out of the bag. Does his... I think he's super exciting and I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how he gets on both in English football and, and to see how we utilise Yeah, I just him. hope he settles well. That's my only yeah, thing is yeah. like... Hope he sells, but, but he's sold in Belgium. But then you look at also yeah. that's that's so important to have the the ethics at the club. Yeah, to settle people and, in because I know he's he's learning English, for of example. Is, and, yeah. You know, and I, I've don't seen listen him, to this podcast. I, I think <laughs> I've seen him play twenty minutes against MK Dons. And I don't need to see him in the league. I know already he is way better than Sean Maguire. So we've already <laughs> upgraded that that position. So. Sign number four, Brad Collins, goalkeeper, um, undisclosed fee, but thought to be in the region of about five hundred k from Barnsley. Um, this is, this one's a three-year deal. Um, Mark Robbins had to say he's a, he has great pedigree and an excellent goal uh, excellent goalkeeping ability. Told you not to learn English in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he has excellent pedigree and excellent goalkeeping ability. 
His time with Barnsley plus his loan spells has given him good experience while still being relatively young for a keeper. He'll add further competition to the goalkeeping area. We look forward to working with him. Do you reckon there's anyone who said he isn't looking forward to working with? Yeah. <laughs> um, that, would be, that would be hilarious. Yeah, thanks for coming, but I'm not sure about you. Yeah, there, you're a bit yeah, wild card. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Maybe when Bright signed, that's what he said. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ross, a, a good signing here. Um, he's had a good couple of years at Barnsley. Obviously, he was the guy who saved the Vic penalty, if you remember, start of the uh, season before last. Obviously, made the playoffs last year, so looks to be a good, a good signing in the goalkeeper position. Yeah, very good. Um, you know, I think we all felt like we needed a goalkeeper who was going to come in um, in the summer and because we thought more would be off and he may still be. But, you know, I think it's a really good signing. Barnsley fans speak very highly of him. Even the season when they got relegated, he was like very, very good and then like got an injury and then sort of lost his place or whatever. Um, and then like, like you say, last year as well. So I, I think he's very good. And actually watching him play the whole game against MK Dons in the friendly the way he was showing for the ball, which Robbins alluded to, it was, was very different. Like he was really stepping out. And I'm thinking, I've never seen Wilson do that. And that's not a criticism of him. It's the like, distribution that he's going to provide. He was just sort of, he was, like a, he was making it almost, a f he was like joining the three centre backs as like a fourth centre back at times. The Edison mm. role. The Brad Collins role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's probably having to try and prove himself in pre-season, right? So he's probably... He's got he's to knock out the Golden Glove winner. Not 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 metaphorically, but he's gonna you know take the number one shot. Well, I heard that he smacked him in the back, and that's why his back <laughs> spasmed well, up. This, <laughs> this, has been, this has been an interesting debate on social. I've, I haven't really got stuck into it, but I've been watching from afar. And certain cough fans, saved it for tonight. Certain certain cough fans are absolutely adamant that that um, Collins is going to start against Leicester. No, if if but, if, oh, if Wilson's fit, Wilson starts. You can't drop the I golden glove. It's his to lose, regardless of what happens. And I think I don't think Brad Collins would would he'd understand that. I don't think he'd mind that. You you can't you can't sign from Barnsley on five hundred grand and be like demand to be number one. Yeah, it, Rob, playoff losers. I imagine the conversation would have been right. You come into this team, championship, whatever. We're going to be fighting for promotion, but we've got the you know the best keeper in the league on paper. You have to fight for your place, but 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 we have a very we have a very fair policy here. If you get your chance, you get your chance. You say look what happened last season with Moore. Moore was one of the standout yeah, goalkeepers yeah. the year before. Comes into the league, doesn't perform. He's out. You say it's look, a very it fair ha policy. It happened at this club last year. It can happen again. Fight for the place. I switched though on that. At this, so I, I I would play Wilson. I completely agree. Golden Glove winner. He was excellent. He deserves to start. And I was adamant, literally up until maybe like ten days ago. I, I was like Wilson will start. I do think Collins will start. And the moment, what made me think that is Robbins's quotes when he was like, you know, there was just th certain things he said about. This is why we brought him in. Wilson's injury is just perfect as well for Robbins to go. You've you've missed the last two games. He's going to start Collins. That, I, that could be. He it. will. The injury is going to is going to be key now in in that decision being made. Do you think Robbins f deep down, deep down, fa like fancies Wilson as number one? I think deep down he might fancy Collins as number one. No, I, I deep down I think he finds Wilson number one. Do you reckon? Yeah, but just because but of what happened last year. he's not sentimental though, is he? Yeah. No, I mean long term. I don't mean like as in... But he's maybe not, sentiment not, long, I mean, not sentimental though. Maybe not long term. You don't bring in a new goalkeeper during yeah, the summer that you've been chasing for and not think he's going to be number one long term. But, but yeah. for the time being, you can't drop the Golden Glove winner. It's like, you can't do that. 
I agree. I, I thought I thought the squad numbers might have helped with it, but they haven't. Have you, did you have a look at that on the website? Well, they announced them. They, well, they yeah. I mean, they haven't. They, they haven't, haven't announced. They haven't. They haven't announced I, don't you, I don't know if you've heard this somewhere. We're not announcing things. <laughs> no. We're just. It's on the website. It's just stuff, been stuff happens. People find out. <laughs> put it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then the club admins yeah. go. Ugh. Well, because Simon Moore's still here, he's, he's number one on the website, and Colin's been given number forty, which is a weird number. But it doesn't matter these days, does no, it? No, it doesn't. And the Moore situation is very odd because it looks like he was going to go to Arsenal. As like is, a number three. Yes. But now that's not going to happen role. because that Raya's going from Brentford to, to Arsenal. So that's not going to happen because they'll have Turner and um, what's his name? He's a goalkeeper at Arsenal. Ramsdale. Ramsdale. So that's not going to happen. So now what happens to Simon Moore? What happens so in that situation? Yeah. We signed up, did we sign on a three? Yeah, we did, and this is his last so, season. But he's probably on good wages. Yeah, so he will be. You wouldn't think we'd be holding out for like a big fee for him because we've got him for free. Do we want and all three? To be off the wage you bill. don't want all three. You've got two no. two academy goalkeepers. I'm decent and goalkeeper. Both. Is it? No, Who is it? Key, uh, Ty, is it Kieran Tyler. Kieran Tyler. Is it Tyler? Well, anyway, both of them are, are highly regarded from the academy. Yeah. So. You don't if need if the worst came to worst, there's, there's, there's options if there. If worst came to worst, we've got Andy Griso, he's goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> and also, goalkeepers, cheap as well. goalkeepers are such a specialised area, you can get an emergency loan. So um, there's no point having three goalkeepers in this division. Yeah, well, we had League, was it League Grant? No, who do we have? Um, League Camp. League Camp, Lee Camp. yeah. yeah. That yeah. was funny when it, when we did the night with Ben Wilson and he said that Lee Cam was supposed to start and then <laughs> Robbins looked at him and training was like, oh, nah. you're miles yeah. off you sort of thing. Miles off it, but yeah. I, I do think, I think Collins will start on on Sunday. I think because of the injury to Wilson. Yeah, he's been out probably. for two weeks, Wilson. So yeah, that that's that's inevitable that will happen, yeah. But then to wind Cough fans up, I'm going to say it's only because of the injury to Wilson. Oh, well, I'm in agreement <laughs> with you. So let's let's get on that wind up together. No, I agree with that. I think if Wilson if Wilson hadn't got a single injury, then I'd be saying Wilson has to start. It'd be very unfair not to, you know. Right. Signing number five. Getting through these. So Signing surely. number five. I was going to say, last year, this section it's was like really a, quick, it's like, an it? Ar- it's like an Argos order. Yeah. <laughs> Cash in number five, please. Yeah. Signing number five. Um, Joel Latabodier, I'm going with. Um, this was a free free signing but we did have to pay Swansea about 500 grand of compensation due to his age another four year deal um, Mark Robbins said Joel is a composed ball playing centre half who has experience of playing in the championship and also internationally he's a vers- versatile defender who fits in with our style of play and is an important signing for us and we look forward to working with him um, Ross a much needed centre half signing here um, felt like we were never going to get get any um, not the tallest of players and interestingly did play more as a left wing back at Swansea which I yeah I thought was, I looked him up I looked him up straight away and it was like not that tall and played as a left wing back which made it and then for Jamaica was playing central defensive mid and he was brilliant and he was brilliant in that so, Jamaican team yeah during the summer I really like this signing and again this is another one that when I was looking at you know teams were starting to put out their retained list and Swansea announced that you know, Manning and, and Latibodier were not going to renew their contracts. I was like, oh, I think he'd be really good. Again, perfect age. You know, he's been playing in a side who are all about passing. So, you know, from what I, I've seen of him already, he looks so composed on the ball, versatile, gives us options. And I just, I loved his interview. I actually love all the play. Like, he comes across like a real leader. Like, and that's what we want. If we can, the more of these sort of leaders we can have, 
all these four-year deals were building like the next sort of spine for the next sort of you know three or four seasons. So I think he's brilliant because also then you know Leeds fans were like, oh, we've got another centre back because I think some people felt like it was just going to be Bidwell, Fads, and Howley for for the season. So no, I was really pleased with this signing. And Swansea fans say he's rubbish, so I know he's going to be absolutely amazing yeah. because they said that about Vic. That's probably the most yeah, exciting yeah, thing yeah, about yeah. him yeah. is that Swansea fans don't rate look, him. To be fair, there there was a few Swansea fans who did they did say like, why are we not keeping him around? So when you have that sort of mixture, especially from Swansea, it's like you're onto a winner. So, yeah. yeah. But it's a bit like that. You know, we've got players that have gone, like, you know, like a Michael Rose. It's like always a bit mixture, isn't it? When they go off on the free, it's like, some say, well, why can't we get the best out of him? Some are like, time to move on. It's, it's always the way. It's funny because like. McNally's going to Stoke and he's going to keep Michael Rose out of the team again. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's quickly becoming Michael Rose's biggest enemy. Um, signing number six. Um, Bobby Thomas come in signing number six like Silla <laughs> next <tonight. laughs> uh, Bobby Thomas on a two million pound deal from Burnley another four year deal um, Mark Robbins said he's a talented young defender who's highly rated and had an impressive loan spell at both Bristol Rovers and Barnsley last season he has good defensive attributes and is also comfortable with the ball at his feet too so yeah another another key signing in the defence team yeah, massive. I think this is probably, for me, one of the key signings of the summer. I think he looks a terrific prospect. Feels to me like a natural Fads replacement. I think this is the year where Fads will be sort of... we we'll say that every year, not shown, not shown at showing the door, <laughs> but, you know, gradually sort of faded out. Um, Which has to happen at some point. It yeah. does, and I think this might be the natural year for that to happen, and he is the perfect replacement for me. He's dominating. He's massive. He's got really good ball-playing capabilities as well he's got a goal in him as well got a goal. Six, six goals yeah. last season the, the height I mean all look at all some of the, the, the signs we've made here they're all tall players who's got the throw has Bobby Thomas got the throw yes he so has so he's yeah. got the throw the massive so he's throw. throw it up high running yeah yeah knock exactly. it himself <laughs> just throw it as high as high as Oggy's goal kicks and uh, <laughs> knock it himself but yeah a, a really um, key signing for me uh, I think it's a, a real fantastic signing and I'm really looking forward to him getting stuck in because he, he won't give a shit, basically. He'll just get stuck right in and that's what we need there. Yeah. Signing number seven, Milan van Ewick. Avak. Milan van Edevac. Edevac. Um I'll get that right by the start of the season. Um, He's got a song already because we, we're going to nick it from Herovine. Um, What's this, what is this song, Dean? Uh, it's just it's just Seven Nation Armies. Oh, I'm not sure how that goes. Milan van Edevec. Yeah, nice. Like that. Really. Like the Michael like, Van Gerwen song. Hold on a minute, why is Michael Van Gerwen song? We've got our own dance team now. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah. I, was, I was disappointed when I saw it was Avac instead of Van Gerwen. But there you go. Yeah. We have 4 million euros reported, uh, rising to 6 million from Herenveen. Uh, that's another four-year deal. Yeah, as you said, all f- yeah, three or four-year deals. They're all three or four, yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvin said he's an exciting player who really fits with the way we play at Coventry City. He has great pace and also quality going forwards as well as defensive ability too. So yeah, really exciting one, Ross. Uh, yeah, th- this is one, another one that was like, it was reported very early on in the window. You know, there was a lot of sort of nonsense rumours, but this one seemed to, never seemed to go away. And it, and then it just kept coming back and I kept thinking, again, this is no one, nice things don't sort of happen to us. Do you know what I mean? You know, and I watched, eventually I stayed away from it because I was like, I don't want to, you know, fall in love and then to be heartbroken. And then eventually I was like, 
I'm going to watch the YouTube. And then I watched it and I was like, I like how he's called it the YouTube. The, the, the YouTube. You are so old. <laughs> I'm younger than you. Um, the, but no, yeah, I was watching it and honestly, it was like, yeah, he looked unbelievable. Like, to think that, you know, <laughs> I mean, you think some of the right backs I had, Stephen Wright, you know, McNamee, you know, some bad, right, and then recently, Toddy Kane and that, and you think, this guy looks a joke. I mean, Dutch fans and other fans couldn't believe that uh, PSV and that weren't going in for him, and 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 for the price, and that he's the fastest player, like p- actual pace. You know, like, I love Dabo, but the last sort of eighteen months, if he sprinted more than eighty percent, you look like his hamstring was gonna was gonna ping. So it's gonna be not, this guy again, perfect age. If he has a blistering couple of seasons. People are saying like Kyle Walker sort of esque. Yeah, you know? we, we beat Leeds to the signing. We beat Bournemouth to the signing. PSV and Ajax are, are interested. So you know, th- this is a different territory. I'm kind of have to pinch yourself. Goes, is this? Are we supporting the right club here? What's going on? But but that, that but also that afternoon when it was announced, if you're one of those people on the forum who fell for the the, the rumor that about the media duties. Hang I mean, your what's head going in on? shame. Like, what is it was going emba- on? It was embarrassing. It was. It was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I sent it to Wardy and Wardy <laughs> shat himself. Because Ross texted me. He was like, Van, Van, I can't say it. Still. He texted me, he text me the he same said, Milan, thing. He said, Milan's off. And I was like, what are you on about, mate? Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, read the forum. Milan is off. I said, he's not showing up for his media duties, mate. <laughs> you know. As soon as you put read the forum, I just put my phone back down. I can't remember what I actually said to you, but yeah, I'm going to find out. I think I told you to shut up. Dina said, just stay off the forum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, it was, Brilliant signing. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. You, how do you feel? Yeah, brilliant signing, mate. Um, a massive upgrade on Dabo. You know, I, I liked Frankie Dabo. We, obviously, we interviewed him at the Tavern. Great guy, but it was time to move on. We had to improve in that area. Um, yeah, fastest player in, in Holland. I, pff, I'll take it. Brilliant. Loved his interview as well. Oh, he yeah. was absolutely you know what? Actually, out of all the interviews, <laughs> out of all the interviews, I was most impressed by his. I thought he spoke really well. Um, Really like how he gets in with the fans as well. Like he's, he was with the fans at Exeter. See the video of him with the Herenveen fans as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did you not see that? No. There was a video of like fans outside the ground with like flares, and he was like going. Oh, wicked! And yeah, he so. was love singers' corner. Then. A, bit, a bit like you know, he's going he's through this message. You know, a bit like <laughs> all the like moments we've had with O'Hare, with like Tom Grennan stuff and like the sunglasses. He just feels like one of those players who's going to yeah. create those like like moments fan, in history. Fan moments, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ross said, Van, Van Avix deals off, gutted. My reply was, get off SBT. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the goons on there, why are people lapping it up? Oh my God, this is why I replied to him. Oh my God, you actually just made me went to look. For fuck's sake, what am I reading? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was, it's just mine like, was similar. It's just like, just stop. Just like us. It's why not merchants, of course it is. But some of the people on there... And it's are, worked, because yeah, we've, yeah. we've ranted about it for about <laughs> an hour and a half. some people are just like... <laughs> But they believe it. They, yeah, exactly. they, do. they lap it up, and that's 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 the problem we have. Yeah, it, it's just it's stupid. just nonsense, it's pure stupidity. It? Yeah, and the first thing they read is the truth, which is probably like yeah. We get linked with a player from a credible source about yeah you know, this. Uh, Hadji, uh, right, and people are like, oh, no, no, no. That. most, you know, <laughs> the most <laughs> right. reputable Turkish journalist, no, no, but some random guy on Skype was talk, yeah, but no, we, Milan's off, guys. If I don't see him singing Jess Glynn on that Jet 2 plane from Antalya, <laughs> then I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, signing number eight, uh, Louis Binks, season-long loan from Bologna. Uh, Mark Robinson said he's an accomplished defender, is versatile and also good on the ball. 
Louis has a good background and experience too, having played in a number of countries, and we look forward to working with him this season. Um, so Ross, he's had an interesting career. Um, Louis Binks obviously came through the, the Spurs Academy, but then moved away. Um, he's played in the US, and then he um, has played in Italy for, for the last couple of years. So I guess it's a slightly different career for, for an English player, but obviously now he's back back playing playing in England. But looks to be a good signing. He does, you know, and I can't, you know, I can't sit here and say that I had heard of him or knew anything about him. But when you look into the, he's clearly like someone who's, our scouts have seen the other data, you know, in those sort of switches of play. And you, you sort of only have to see a few graphics like that and go, I can see why he is going to fit into our system. You know, pinging those balls like Callum Doyle I've got Callum Doyle vibes from yeah, his yeah. videos. Yeah. And so, and like you say, I, I think he come again, really good interview. All, all the players seem to really come across really well. And you know, like you say, he's had a good sort of youth sort of bring it upbringing, and obviously being abroad and playing. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see him. And I think you know, obviously he's left-footed, so you know, it gives us that sort of natural option on that side. And again, that extra depth. And I think alone is probably the, the smart move uh, with yeah. this one. I think. So I think Doug King's clearly looking to make permanent transfers, not loans. But I think this is a smart one, regardless. And I get the impression this is one that we could, we want to buy and get him in long term. But maybe we could only do a loan at this stage. Could you see how he does, don't you? With a view to buy potentially. Yeah. It gives us a chance to have a look at him, him to have a look at us as well. So could suit both parties for you know put more permanent deal in the future. He's basically doing works. what Ross Spence is doing with Skyler's extra. He's on a loan, and we're going to assess <laughs> his performance, and then we'll either <laughs> chuck him out of the group yeah, yeah. or we'll keep him. Yeah. But I, I think that's that's still a position I'd like to see a bit more strength in. Another left-sided centre-back, that's what I'd like to see. I think that's definitely an addition. Because we've got Latibodier, who has played there, but he, yeah, I think he's right yeah. with Thomas. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah so obviously eight signs through the door. Um, what else would you be targeting for the end of the window, chaps? That, that left centre-back, if Hadji Wright comes in, I'd want to see another striker or another type of different forward. So we've got four there. Yeah, you want four strikers. I'd want a striker, sort of like, a, like a another cam. I, I really yeah, want another cam. Some, so some a centre forward, street wise, someone who could yeah. play a bit deeper. Yeah, you know, who could play that. Yeah, I, I think let's say assume this right is happening. Him, a cam, a left centre back. Then I keep wondering about another right wing back. Yeah, the whole I do as well. Thing. Yeah, I keep. Like, that's on my mind. Burrows, Burrows play that. Yeah, and I mean you've got Eccles there, but I think they could do with loans. I really thought Howley and that needed a loan this year. I want a centre mid, actually. That's the other position. I, and, and regardless of... If you don't want much then, Ross. Just, just a few. Well, just Robin team. said... <laughs> Robin said, I want 10 more. Please. And now he's saying, I want three. Robin's out. No, that, was, that was uh, such an un-Robin's comment. Yeah, what is he doing there? Like, you don't do that, Robins. You say, we're, a, you say we're getting one more and we get three more. Yes, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's he only promises that we over-deliver. got sent yeah. to high heavens there, didn't they? Well, it's because they were all going well and King's not giving him what he wants. Boo, not my king. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> Number five. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I send a mid I'd like because Alan is injured. Well, not injured, but he's had the, this health um, yeah, issue. So he's out. You, obviously, O'Hare is injured. He's not going to be really back till November. So I... I I think the centre mid, uh, because I, Kelly, can we rely on him not to get injured? I'd say it's unlikely. So then you've got Hamer, Sheaf, Lati Bodier in that position. You could suddenly be a bit short in midfield. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd love four more. Uh, left centre back, centre mid, striker, cam. Mid. Oh yeah, five more. And a right wing back. Right wing back, yeah. There we go. So assuming everyone is fit, chaps, how are you setting up for the for the, for the season, Dean? What would you like to see on, on Sunday? Um... If everyone was fit, the yeah. whole squad. Yeah. Okay, so I would go with 
Wilson. Well, I suppose there's the pre-O'Hare and the post-O'Hare, isn't there? Uh, okay, let me give you post-O'Hare because that's that's how I think they'll the, want. The dream they'll team. want, yeah, they'll want to set up. Yeah, the the monsters, shall we say? <laughs> um, so I would go with Wilson, Van Avac, Latibodier, Thomas, Binks, De Silva, Sheaf, Hamer, Palmer, O'Hare. Sims. Tell you what, that is some team. When if you that, read it out. If you got that, Say again, Palmer and who? Palmer and Palmer O'Hare and Sims. Sims. That's a good team. Though, what about it? our record signing, do you know? We haven't got him in the door yet. Right. Well, you're saying as post a, O'Hare, but we better a, have. If he's not in by the time O'Hare comes back. As I've recorded, no, but yeah. O'Hare I think, that is, the I think that is the strongest lineup you could have with everyone fit. But then you could also drop one of those camps. So you drop a Palmer's. Go two and go two. We'll yeah. Go with Wright and Sims, and then you've got a powerhouse there and two big centre forwards as well. I'd and agree with all that, apart from I think whoever the new left centre back to start ahead of Binks. Uh, yeah, I think Binks has been. I think B- I think Binks is going to be a little gem this year. I think so. Yeah. I I I that you, you mate. Sp- you know, sp- I just think like Spurs got, Academy. Like, yeah, and like, when you've got that hair and them teeth, you coming in <laughs> and and showing showing the business. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, that's that's all Dino had to do. Everyone was yeah. smile at us, and we Not went with my teeth, mate. Them. I could eat an apple through a letterbox. I agree. With there you, you go. It's like, I think he'll be like a bit of a Callum Doyle. Like he's come through a Premier League academy. Yeah. He's been taught a certain way to play. There's some quality there. And you know what I like about him? He's gone to America. He's gone to Italy. You know, out of the comfort. America's not out of comfort zone, but. He's gone out of what he knows and he's come back. He's prepared to live in Coventry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where, where, what? From Bologna. What? what yeah, to exactly. Cough, yeah. To the sky Just blues. The pa- to cold Tuesday nights at the CBS. Yeah, exactly. The only good pasta we've got is like Pizza Express. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's putting good lightly. You know what I mean? So it's, um, it's, yeah, I think he's going to be a bit of a gem. But then you've got, then, then you look at the squad as a whole and you've got options. Sakamoto. Options. Alan, this other whoever the other sort of cam is, we get yeah. like you say Godden. You've got God in there. Yeah, there's there's options there. Yeah. You know, Eccles is is it started to come into his own as well. Yeah, Eccles. Yeah, you know, he was my own yeah. sort of unsung hero so, on the awards last year. So um, you know, a bit you know, a Bikru has has shown himself in a good light during this this preseason. So um yeah. And if you get four or five more players, they're all going to be good quality. Yeah. Just well, we've got nine subs. Nine this year. subs. So, so it's just adding to options on the bench. So in a you know, in an ideal world, we're gonna have a really, really strong eleven and even stronger bench than we've ever experienced, I think. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit about uh, other teams in the league. Um Dean, I know you uh you like to study other teams and what they've been up to. Um who are you who have you got your eye on this season? Who do you think will be strong? Who do you think will struggle this year? Um not in the case of, I think they'll be strong. I think they've still got some teething to do, but I've, I really like the business that Birmingham have done. I thought they put in some really good signings, especially in Bielik and Dembele. I think they'll struggle for goals, but um, the signs are there sort of on their way back a little bit. Stoke, big turnover in in, in talent there. Um, Coventry beating. Yeah, but they've brought in some really strong additions. I mean, Mark, Tra- uh, Mark Travers and Ender Stevens, you know, they they were in teams of the season not too long ago in the championship. So I think they're looking stronger. Uh, Middlesbrough, you know, losing losing Archer at this stage. By the way, Archer is the sort of the cam striker that we should be looking at um, from, from Villa if they're allowing him to go. But, you know, Middlesbrough brought in Sunny Dieng, Morgan Rogers, Vanderberg looks a really good prospect to centre-half. So really interested to see how Michael Carrick goes again this year. Um, 
I think I think they'll they'll be there or thereabouts those automatic promotion places, Middlesbrough. Um and then you've got Norwich and Watford have brought in signings, but both of those teams are looking making a real run at the 2017-2018 championship season uh, with the players they brought in. You know, it's the OAP's home, isn't it? Ashley Barnes, Shane Duffy, Tom Inch, Jake Livermore, um, those those types of players. So, yeah, intrigued to see how they go on. And as for clubs at the bottom end of the division, it's your Cardiff, your Sheffield Wednesdays, Rotherham, Huddersfield, Bristol, Plymouth. I think they're the, out of those six, they're the teams that we're going to be looking to to try and uh, survive this season. Um, so yeah, like, and we've we've spoken about this being the strongest championship in on on paper. Like I said, judge it at the end of the season, not not where we are now. Um, to see how that is. Yeah. Ross, any thoughts on on goings elsewhere in the championship? Yeah, so I, th- I think obviously the three teams who you know got relegated from the Premier League, I think. I think they will all do better than, you know, two of the three that got relegated last year. They've I, kept the majority I, of their squad, you know, though, in that I, I case, think, haven't they? That's I also think, you know, Norwich were a an up-and-down yo-yo side, as were Watford, really, but they sort of did it almost every other year. Leicester, literally two seasons ago, had two fifth-place finishes and the fans were moaning because they won the FA Cup but lost out in Champions League. They really, with that squad, shouldn't shouldn't have got relegated. So it was... I think they're the strongest team to come down. In, in terms of like... Yeah. Um, to get relegated... The strongest team to get relegated from the Prem. Yeah, but I think Southampton are better equipped for the championship. Oh, you mean strongest yeah. out of these three? For their season in, in the Premier League, they're the strongest team oh, yeah, to go down. Yeah, yeah. For the players they had. Yeah, yes. In terms of your Madisons and stuff. Yeah, yeah you yeah. go individually... Because obviously when Newcastle got relegated, they were like the biggest sort of club, but they, they were like a poor side. But yeah, I agree. I mean, they've obviously lost those players. I'm not that... I'm not overwhelmed by their signings. You know, I think if Doug King had... You know, if we'd sold Vic and then Doug King had had a photo up here with, with um, Cody and uh, Winks and gone, here's your Vic money, Do, would we have been happy? Like, I really wouldn't, I would not have been at all. I'd rather us have bought Van, uh, Milan. It's what you've said Sims for years about signing names over actually good up and coming players. They've done that to, because on the basis they think they're going to get promoted first time and they've got two ready-made Premier League players. But I, it I, don't think, like I don't think he's. It I doesn't work like that. League. No, I. You know, so Callum Doyle on loan. You know, you know, yeah. Obviously, he's good. You know, pretty predictable with obviously Maresca. You know, the Man City connections. I think Southampton is going to be interesting because Russell Martin's actually going to have a better quality player to try and impose that sort of dominant possession style. And Leeds haven't necessarily signed anyone, but they're not really lost anybody. Well, and and ten, on ten on players on loan that were like Premier League well, starters. Yeah, but, but, well, yeah, true, yeah. but but they sort of there's some key players there who have won the league before. Yeah, Luke they, Aylins, they still have a good side. Yeah, Cooper, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, Sinistera is still there yeah, as a good Nonto, player. Gonto, um, yeah, Nonto, so, yeah. Like, I mean, in terms of the, the the thing that so those three, I'd expect to be all be in the top six, you know, or the top seven, you know, somewhere around it. The teams getting promoted. I mean, I'd love to know what you two make of you know the the, the fanfare. For Ipswich, I don't buy it. Town football club. I do not buy this one bit because they haven't. <laughs> I think it's the, pl- the, the players they brought in are not proven championship quality. I would say, okay, they were very good in League One, but we were also very good in League One and struggled that first year in the championship. And I think that's the mark of which we should, you know, rate these teams. I don't. Ipswich, they've got this uh, obviously. 
an up-and-coming manager who is highly regarded and they play some attractive football, but it doesn't always work in this division. I just saw them as a bit of a Sunderland, like doing what Sunderland did last year. But they're not, have you seen their, their signings? Like, this is what I, what I don't get with the Ipswich, um, Ipswich thing is, they're like fourth favourites going to the bookies, you know, and like, you know, you know, the NCT 20 ever put them third and they said, and I wouldn't be surprised if they got first or second thing they've signed like two league one players and they finished second that people are saying they're the best league one side ever who finished yeah. second, second in league in one to league Plymouth. One. Yeah. yeah. They've got Plymouth down in 17th. who have actually re-signed the people yeah, who are so good players. So I look at it and I go, and I looked and they released their squad numbers. So I, I looked at the Ipswich town squad and I thought, okay, let, let me actually look at this. And I'm thinking, Oh, Connor Chaplin or, and Ladapo or Ellis Sims and Gordon. And I'm thinking, I know who I'm picking. Um, Wes Burns or Sakamoto or, or Milan. Yeah, I know, I know who I'm picking. And I go through it and I go, and then I went down to number 17 on this, and it was Ed Sheeran. I thought, well, he looks like a good player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was there. He, 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 no joke, he's on great, the great he's on half the time. Pick me up, couple of sucks, give us a cheer. He is on, he is on the number. But yeah, I, I just think, <laughs> I just find it, you know, I find it baffling because there is yeah. a step up. We know how big the step up was. We saw players who were unbelievable in that League One winning season go to the championship, and we went. They were shadows of themselves, and I just think it's so. So yeah, I mean, like you say, there might be a team who, who sort of surprises, but I think, I think to sort of disregard Sheffield, Ipswich haven't done any more than what Plymouth have done in terms of they've basically kept the same team. So you know, why are Plymouth like going to really struggle? And Ipswich is suddenly... But people have said, you know, oh, we've got the infrastructure. Great. Doesn't mean a lot, does it? No. Doesn't mean a lot. Absolutely. There's, there's a lot of better clubs that have got, come into this division and struggled. And there's a lot of worse clubs who've done better. Look, exactly. Luton. So, yeah, it's... yeah, it's, it's yeah. They're having a Coventry City situation it's with a, their home games. It's absolutely, in the prayer. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. Um, that, that, that prediction for, for Ipswich, I just can't see it personally, but there you go. What do I know? I'm only on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the predictions. Oh, my, here my we favorite go. Part here of the we podcast. go. Um, bookmark these I would encourage anyone to look back at last year's predictions because it is quite entertaining <laughs> I think I predicted Burnley to go down <laughs> actually Dino had, Dino had Hamer as his biggest disappointment he was until that Birmingham game <laughs> I might add but I, I saw some other than he watched the pod back I, and thought I better sort, <laughs> well, I better sort myself out here. can't have him putting me down but I saw someone on the Scobbies Talk forum saying oh one of the lads from Scobbies extra but he said Burnley would go down what's he smoking I thought who said that? I can't remember that. And then you reminded me today it was you, Tom. So yeah, I'll go back and remind remind that guy. I think it's because I don't know. And that that preview pod we did last year, we were really trying to force a rivalry with Burnley. We were banging on about, but a lot of us put Burnley as our, our, the game we were looking, looking forward, forward to the most. Yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> we got do smacked. I mean? Yeah, I know. what a load of nonsense that is. But anyway, we'll do some more uh, poor predictions this year. Anyway, <laughs> um, cool. Let's start with. Uh, top goal scorer for the Sky Blues Dean Ellis Sims yeah Ellis Sims I'm going to go Sims as well and for the chaps that aren't here um, Ross Spence Dave Andy and Matt they've all gone for Ellis Sims as well so that one was pretty simple um, best signing Van Avak Bobby Thomas Van Avak for me as well um Ross has gone with Van Avak, Dave has gone with Sakamoto, Andy's gone with Ellis Sims, and Matt has gone with Ellis Sims. Um, signing that will be a flop. Sakamoto. Only because I don't think we know 
his best position. That's so gonna come back and bite me on the ass, isn't it? But yeah, Sakamoto for me. I what you mean. I just think he's gonna take him time to bed in and it's gonna take us yeah. time to find what his best position in this league is gonna be for our team. That's all right. Yeah, that's fine. It's difficult, isn't it? Because you don't want any of them to be a flop. I, I, I sort of just have a... I did say Vic two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, he did. Maybe... I, I, might go, I might go Binks. Just like... Because Are you I, calling him Jar Jar now already? Or? No, no. Because <laughs> I, I think, like I said, I think we'll bring in another left centre-back who will start. So I just think he might... Maybe he won't play that much, but I hope he, he yeah. does. I'm going to go Sakamoto as well, but only because I just think out of all the players who signed... He could like He's not the settle. Wild card, right? He could be. It, it, there's a small chance he could be. It could be a Hillsner situation, yeah. but a very, very small chance. I don't think it will happen, but that's just because I have such good faith in all our signings that it's very hard to pick. So, um, Ross Spence has gone with Collins. Dave has gone with De Silva. Andy's gone with Collins, and Matt has gone with Binks. So a bit of a mixture there. Interesting. Um, breakthrough player. I'm going with a big clue and. It might not be with us. It might be on loan somewhere, but I think he will break through into being a very much sought-after talent. Um, he'll, I think he'll find it really hard to break through at us. At us. I mean, look at like Tavares. Yeah, he, he found he, it really it'll hard. be difficult, but if he breaks through on loan somewhere else, happy days. I think he's got the touch of the Adebayos about him, um, and I think he's going to be a really, really key asset going forward. Uh, so I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how he gets on. So I do hope he gets, if it's not with us early in the season, because he could be that fourth choice striker for now. If he goes out on loan, I think he'll he'll yeah get some good opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that to be honest. Because I feel like the rest of our squad have sort of have really broken through because they almost had to. And I can't really think of. I did want to say that I was going to say that Marco Russ. Yeah. Um, but he's been injured, hasn't so he? So that's, that's really tough for him to be injured during this whole preseason where we've yeah. relied on like, these Because he plays on that right wing-back side. Yeah. I, I, he was the one who I thought, oh, yeah, you know what? I think he's potentially the next cab off the rank sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'd go with the big crew because, again, again, on MK Dons, and he actually looked like he potentially had more batting than Tavares, I think. So, yeah, I'll go with the big crew. I'm going to go with Ryan Howley. I think um, you talk about needing another centre mid. I think he could be he could be someone who can step up this year. I'll that's, be really impressed with him. that's why the cup runs are so important because the likes of Howley he could play a big role. Gets a role, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, Ross Spence has gone with Sheaf. I'm not sure he quite understood the question there. <laughs> no, to be fair, he said breakthrough. What through the? No, he said to me. He sent it to me and said that it was just because he can see Sheaf going to a different level this year. Yeah, I, and yeah, I get be, that. Yeah. Just like go up another level. So, yeah, that's that's fair enough. Um, Dave's gone with Burroughs, Andy's gone with Howley, and Matt has gone with Josh Eccles, who, again, I'd argue is probably... I thought that's a real breakthrough, but, yeah. Again, probably will go to another... I actually think Eccles will go to another level this year because he, he's improved year on year really, really well. Yeah. Um, league position for Here the Sky Blues. I've, I haven't actually thought about this. No, I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> now I've said sixth, I'm through us talking, I'm so excited. I'm going to say, I'm going to change it. Second. And that's not, that what, is because, no, of, because of tonight? That is no bullshit. <laughs> I am. I'm in. I'm in. Because there aren't I'm going to buy flops. a season ticket. I can only go to four home games this year. I'm going to go buy a season, get a season pre- left get here. Get a prem package. Get a prem pack. 
It's happening. Buying a shirt that won't be delivered until the third game of the season. Nah. You've heard Seven. it first. No, the six, six, six for me. Yeah, that's the. I think that that would constitute a, a good year. Sixth. I'm going to go third because we're going to do. We've been one step behind Luton every single way, every single year. They've been one step ahead. They finished fifth. We finished fifth. They then finished third, and we're going to do it. And those those memories are going to go away, Dino. Oh God, at Wembley. I was sorry, negative here, but I'm going to go eighth, just because. Let's <laughs> all say it. Come on, but, you want yeah. to say it? It wouldn't be a bad season. It wouldn't be a bad season. I just think it's going to be a hard year. I think there's a lot of big teams in the league. I think there's seven yeah. teams that could finish above us. But I wouldn't be too disheartened if we finished eighth. I probably said the exact same thing last summer. But um, Ross has gone with eighth. Dave's gone with eighth. Andy's gone with eighth. Matt's gone with ninth. Oh, the negative <laughs> Nancy. Is, uh, no, no, never invite them Sorry back. Sorry a minute. We got, what did you go? Third, third, third sixth. Third, sixth. Eighth, 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 ninth. Well, my, my, my really thinking, and I was just sat there, was I've never felt this like excited with the business we've done. Like we're actually signing people who... I'm not having to pretend I'm like are going to be really good. Like I'm, I'm, you know, Sims and all these signings we spoke about, and I just think we've got the best manager yeah. in the league. I also think we're technically the best footballing side in this league now. Yeah, as well with with the options we have. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Swansea are up there as well, but I think that will surprise a lot of teams. If if Hamer left before the end of the window, would you, it, how it much? Just, how much would it change your position? I don't, think, I don't think it would change it. I, I think I'll stay with six. Uh, I think I trust the guys to, if you left, to replace him at least a bit, well, attempt to replace him. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Doesn't doesn't leave us with many options, but... Um, the it goes on, the more I think we still, I think we've got, I do think we have quality there and enough quality coming back in O'Hare to, you know, maybe push us on. Yeah. Average attendance at the CBS? 22,500. 23 was that? 22. 2,500. You were close last year. Yeah, I watched it back. You were were about 60 out. Yeah. 69 out. Yeah, yeah. 69. That's not bad then. You stared at Dino and and read it out really weirdly. Don't do it again, please. Um, (laughs) I'm just about over it. (laughs) Okay. So you're you're going, what, 22,500? 22,5, yeah. So I'm going to go, yeah, 22,700. And ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, the price is right. You can be one over. You can't be yeah, one over. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'll go twenty four thousand. How many season tickets have we sold? Eighteen and a half. Eighteen on the last count, but so I, I could be up to nineteen now. Definitely gonna get. I definitely you think about it. We're right? gonna get three thousand walk ups generally a week, and you're gonna get three or four thousand away fans. Away fans, yeah. Especially, especially likes of Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday in this division this year, and the big games. You're gonna get twenty eight to thirty thousand. Leicester at home, you're going to sell out, I think. Yeah, yeah to be fair, average, isn't it? I might have to up that, actually. I'm still going to go with 22.5. So I, mean, oh. I, th- I think like 22 is the bare, bare okay. minimum. What did you go for? 24. Yeah, uh, you could be right, to be fair. I like... I just think it's that the crowds are up. Six or 7,000 yeah. more season yeah. tickets, you know? I could, anyway. Yeah, yeah, could do, yeah. Our average was what, 20, 20 and a half last year? Yeah. It's gone up every year. Oh, we've got 6,000 more season tickets. Anyway. Too much math. It's not the most interesting quick, topic quick, to debate on. Quick math. Um, Spent more time on that Ross, than player of the season. Ross has gone with 23.5. Dave's gone with 22.7. <laughs> Andy's gone with 22. And Matt's gone with 21.5. So. He's a Debbie Downer, isn't he, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> 
If it's up to Matt, we're going to finish bottom half yeah, yeah. with about 10,000 grand. Sold all our players. Bring yeah. back Northampton. <laughs> <That's what you're laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what's the next one? Away day. Away, yeah, away day you're most looking forward to? Uh, Leeds. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Leeds. Um, Probably because it's one of the only games I can get to this year. Uh, by the way, we are 3-0 down um, in this under-21s game. Against the Neaton. Against the Neaton. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> not my king. Get him out. <laughs> right, uh, king out. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say yeah, Leeds. For me, Leicester. I think opening day, the the M sixty nine derby's back. Oh, look at me! I've got fifteen hundred points, so I can go to Leicester <laughs> away. Look at me, <laughs> super fan. <laughs> bring your clapper. You got a clapper to bring oh, him God. on. Oh God, they still have them there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they're going to get terrorised if they're... Yeah, it's going to be mad. That The atmosphere um, on Sunday is going to be electric. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. mental. Um, Ross has gone Leicester slash Sunderland. Couldn't make his mind up there. There are two teams. Yeah. It's like having a Waterlooville. Yeah. That's not allowed. We've got 22 players. Uh, Dave's gone with Leicester. Andy's gone with Leicester. Matt's gone with Leicester. Um, Home game. Oh, sorry. I've, I've read this oh, wrong. Away days were Leicester and Leeds for Ross. Dave Leeds, Andy West Brom and Matt Chef Wednesday. Home game you're most looking forward to? Leicester, yeah. Yeah, Leicester. Has to be a clean sweep, surely, for that. Yeah, Leicester. Yeah, Leicester or Sunderland for me. Um, Ross has gone Leicester or Sunderland. Dave Leicester, Andy Leicester, Matt Leicester. I want, I, the reason Leicester is because when we used to play them before, Singers Corner wasn't what it was. It was just all like dribs and drabs. I, I, think I, they're I, want to, stronger now. I want them to arrive and see Singers Corner in yeah. all its glory and sing, seeing us all stand up going... I woke up this morning <laughs> feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. And not your mum's your dad. Oh mate, I can't, I cannot wait to sing that song again. It's been way Honestly, too long. Honestly, the rivalry is so much stronger now. That now we've been apart for like ten years. Yeah, it feels be. like it's even more epic than what it, you know, yeah. what it was in I the mean, past. They, yeah, I mean, they can obviously get us straight back with like you know Premier League, yeah. FA Cup. You'll never sing that. Or, no. yeah. Check a trade trophy champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never see yeah, that. I think they did win that, didn't they? D no, it wasn't. Did they? No, 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 they didn't. They, they, won, the, they won the Carling Cup. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. And the, oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, right. Next one is three teams to get promoted: Southampton to win the league, Leicester to be second, Coventry to be promoted via the playoffs. Whoa. Love it. Leeds stares back at me. <laughs> Leeds. And Leicester automatics, and then Coventry City getting promoted by the playoffs. Oh, I haven't thought about this enough. I'm going to go Leicester and Leeds to go automatics, and like a Watford to win the playoffs. <laughs> Can't remember wow. they will win the playoffs. Wow. Um, no, we're going to get automatics, Dean. Oh yeah. Um, Ross has gone with Southampton, Leicester, Leeds. Dave's gone with Leeds, Leicester, Watford. Andy's gone with Leicester, Borough and Sunderland. And Matt's gone with Leicester, Borough and Southampton. So a lot of the same sort of teams cropping up there. Uh, three teams to go down. Rotherham, QPR, Sheffield Wednesday. And I think Cardiff will be mightily lucky if they survive. Yeah. So I think maybe swap them out for Sheffield Wednesday. But I think they'll be very lucky to stay up. Yeah, I can't. Do, yeah, I agree. Yeah, QPR, big big trouble. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, and and then I think it'll be one of Rotherham or, or Cardiff, and 
you know, maybe possibly even like I, I do th- fear for well, not fear, but I think Huddersfield could be yeah, in trouble. Huddersfield, Huddersfield. Uh, yeah. that. They were lucky to survive last year. I, I think Hull as well. I don't think Hull are, Hull are in, in any great shape. No. I think they're they're going to struggle too. Yeah, it's interesting here. Like Matt's put down Coventry. No. <laughs> <laughs> then he would be off. <laughs> it, I'd be done. Yeah, I'm going to go with QPR, Sheffield Wednesday, and Huddersfield. Yeah. Uh, Ross has gone Plymouth, Rotherham, QPR. Dave's gone Rotherham, Plymouth, Birmingham. That's an interesting Yeah, Birmingham, yeah. I saw that earlier. Andy's gone Rotherham, Plymouth, Sheffield Wednesday, and Matt's gone with Rotherham, Plymouth, and Huddersfield. Yeah, I think Plymouth Plymouth are a little bit of a dark horse this year. I think they've got some really, really, really talented players. They've got a really good manager, and I think... I think Morgan Whittaker is a good signing for them. I think he, yeah. he'll do some damage. Basically, he would have been an ideal fourth choice for us. Or third choice. Really um, well supported team as well. Like yeah. At home. They pack and a it tough out. trip. That tough is a long, go. Tough long way to they'll, go. They'll pick up a lot of points at home this year. A lot of away teams will not like going we down there. We don't have a good we're record gonna, there, do we? No. I remember night. Michael Misford scored a couple of goals in a Monday yeah. night football there. 4-2, didn't we? Oh, um, and that's the only time I can remember us having a really good, really good time at Plymouth. I remember getting battered 4-0 there once. Yeah. That was pretty miserable. Um, so I think they might surprise. I'm not, not surprised in the in the shape of like fighting for playoffs or anything like that. But yeah, comfortable. I like think. we were first year yeah. and then finished 16th. Yeah, or something. I think they'll yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, quick bonus one, chaps. Um, player of the season, which we haven't got from the other chaps, but we can do ours. Uh, ben Chief. I think this is the season he steps out of the shadow and into the limelight as one of the best players in the league. For me. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I, I I sort of agree, but I, I think he's going to make the hat trick, and I think for the third straight year, because Hamer is is going to leave us all in tatters because he's unbelievable, and then leaves on a free <laughs> next summer. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, I think I think I'd go with Hamer as well if he stays. I think Sheaf will have an unbelievable season, but I think he is in the background a bit more than Hamer. Fans look at like know, they could both have equally as good season. But, but Hamer, what about if Hamer leaves? He, he sort of the... Oh, if Hamer leaves, then she steps up yeah, massively. Yeah. But also, I don't want... If Hamer does leave, I know we're back on this conversation, but I don't want people to think Sheaf is the replacement. Let Sheaf be Sheaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not He's not Hamer. He's not that same type of player. Let Sheaf do what Ben Sheaf does well. And, you know, we have an asset on our hands and one of the best players in the league. Just an outside shout for that. Casey Palmer. Yeah. I do... He's yeah. yeah, the that's, that's a good shout. That's yeah. a good shout. That's a really good shout. Um, quick word on the first few games, chaps. Um, our first six league games are Leicester away, Borough at home, Swansea away, Sunderland at home, Watford at home, and Hull away. I'd say that probably is about as tricky as it gets, Dean. Yeah, but those away games especially. I, I like our chances in, the, in those home games. Um, and Hull away, we've, we've, you know, apart from that, that weird hat trick, I think we've, we've played well at Hull. Yeah, in the past. Um, and I mean, last season wasn't fair because we weren't fair. No, we and it was it. yeah, it was excuse me, an odd, an odd time to play them um, with, with sort of the predic- predicament we were in. So uh, I'm excited about those 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 opening games. I mean, we're playing a Borough again um, at home. <laughs> Everyone's sick of that. Um, so, yeah, sky as well yeah, again. yeah, of course it is. 
Um, Swansea away. Is it on a Saturday or midweek? It's on a Saturday. It's a Saturday 19th, I think. I think that changes changes complexions because every time I feel like we've played Swansea, it's, it's been a, a midweek game. Or like, yeah. a, or like a bank holiday. Yeah. Like yeah Easter type I thing. think on a Saturday, we'll get better support there. Um, and I think that might, might spur us on. We might get a surprise victory there. Um, but I'm I'm excited. It's it's tough. I mean, every game's tough in this league. But I'm excited for those six games um, and the Leicester game. I mean, that's it can't come quick enough. I mean, Leicester are so underprepared for this game. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. We are it's the best time to play them. The perfect time. I mean, they lost to lower league opposition and friendlies. They went on a training camp in Asia, which actually turned out to be some marketing ploy rather than an actual training camp. They also had a game rained off over there. Played Sunday night in Singapore. Lost 4-0 to Liverpool. Didn't travel back till late Monday. Arriving Tuesday. Jet lag. Trust me, jet lag from Singapore is awful. Yeah, it's the worst way around. Um, so, you know, their manager's already airing thoughts about his transfers. He hasn't got his transfer targets. Cody's out for the majority of the season. So, Yeah, foot injury. At least right. a few months. So it's, Eight million pounds. So it's like... Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's the perfect time to play them. I don't think they're going to expect how good we are as a football team as well. I think they're... According Their to memories this, of us are that pathetic Coventry. Yeah. When we had... We, we, we always just... I don't mind losing. I can do... But it's... We always used to lose with a whimper. Like, we just would never... We never got a shot on them. We just... You know, I, all I can remember is like Craney and all those sort of players and we just we just lose 2-0 and it just no bother because I feel like we've Sven got Sven was in charge of them wasn't he yeah. the last time they beat us but, but they had people like Beckford and the other yeah. people who seemed to get a bit of arrogance whereas I look yeah. at Joel Latibodier Bobby Thomas he comes across in his image I think he's not going to give like damn about them do you know what I mean he's not going to show these any respect Matty Godden we've got people who really care about the, the, the shirt so I, I, I think we've got as a good a chance as we've ever yeah, had yeah 100% I'm, I'm and, and 5-1 to one to win for the playoff losers to win the opening game of the season, that is some odds. I'm all over that. Five to one, that's which probably means we're going to get beat 2 0. But do you know what I mean? Like it's, it, those odds, those won't come around again this year. Yeah. We'll never be five to one again anywhere this season. So, um, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting one. One of my mates is a Leicester fan, and I saw their team for their, their friendly against Liverpool, and I thought on paper it looked like a really good team. But he was like, pass the ball but he, but he, said, he said, don't be fooled by that. No. Because he said, half that team are new signings who haven't gelled and don't even know what we're doing yet. And the other half can't be asked to play They've for the team. They've got no attacking mind. I mean, all those big players. players like Indeedy and Ricardo. He's Patson Dak has checked, like, checked out. Ian Hatcher doesn't want to play. play Chowdhury, he was on loan at Watford. Yep. Didn't pull up in so the trees. So mid, midfield. Harry Winks and Dewsbury Hall haven't got an attack-minded bone in their body. So, you know, what have we... Really, what have we got to be scared of? We're just going up against a team have come down from the Premier League and they've got names. Names mean fuck all in this division. We've shown it in the past. We beat, we've beaten top quality sides. We look at Fulham. They had unbelievable players, unbelievable names in their team. We've absolutely trounced them home and away. Sheffield United the same. Burnley away, we, we should have beat them last Burnley year. Burnley away was Watford. one of our best performances last season and we got nothing out of it. But we show we can compete. And that's why I think we go into Sunday with such high hopes, high estimations, go there with positivity, show them what they're dealing with when dropping down a division. And, you know, it's well, a derby. I just want our fans to sort of go, look at our squad and go, we've actually got, because it's easy to look at Hamer and Vic and go, and then just assume that everyone else is not very good. But would you, would either of you swap Ben Sheaf for Harry Winks? Absolutely not. No. No, no chance. And I... I and you think that, and I, I agree. And then you go around the team and you actually go, actually, 
you know what? Like, we've got some really good players in our squad. Yeah. Um, so bring it on. 100%. Well, let's grab a prediction then for Sunday as a way to round off. Dean? 2-0. 2-0 Sky Blues. Ross, what do you reckon, mate? Um, this is a tough one, obviously. Being from Leicester. Yeah, I was going to say, he's going to get his, his, get, Ali, get his door Ali knocked down. Over <laughs> uh, <laughs> or he's going to go over his windows are broken into. I, I think I, I... Nothing to do with the football. I'm going to go a one-all draw, but a really positive performance. Yeah, I'm thinking one more myself. Debbie Downers, you two. Well, Matt's no. put here six <laughs> nil. Leicester. Yeah, Robin's out. Yeah, Robin. <laughs> Robbings. Robbings out. <laughs> Um, right, any sort of final thoughts and remarks from you, you two, Ross, on the season in general? A really exciting season. We've obviously the window's not shut, and at the time of recording today, we've still got the whole of August. So, you know, I'm sure there'll, there'll be several more signings, and obviously we will see what happens with Hamer. But I think either way, I have we've shown that we have a plan, and yes, we might have to be patient for our signings, but they're going to be worth it. You know, we're not just signing bargain bucket players for. You know, just to make up the numbers, I think the support, the the vibe around the club is the best I've ever known it. You know, to have that amount of season ticket holders, I think it's gonna be class. I think I think the last few games of last season is what it's gonna be like every home game, and you know, it's uh, it's it's gonna be exciting. Bring it on, do you know? Three words. Enjoy the ride. I thought you'd say not my king. <laughs> <laughs> this is your three words, <laughs> and also not my king. <laughs> Cool. Well, I think that probably covers most of it, chaps. Um, thanks a lot for joining me this evening at the Skyview Tavern. Um, and the Tavern. <laughs> listeners, do make sure you book your space at the Skyview Tavern for the upcoming matches. Obviously, got a couple of Sky games coming up, so make sure you get your space. They are showing it at Dylan's Brewery as well, if you want to go down there, if you haven't got a ticket for Leicester. Um, they do show all the other sporting events too, obviously all the boxing, the, the ladies' football. So get yourselves down here. It really is a fantastic place to watch live sport and enjoy a curry and a beer. As usual, you can get involved in the conversation as well. And all you need to do is use the hashtag SBE podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.